listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All these haters see you later. All that I could do, but you don't even feel me though. I know you know, I know you got that power. That power. Oh. Slacking, man. Zipping in the black range. Faster than the red ghost. Getting ghosts with Pac Man. One time, no, I got a knack to get that change. Mike? <laughs> uh, my fault. Leader of the black gang, ROC, man. Bang like T Mac, ski mask, air it out. Gotta kill witnesses, cause freeze beer sticking out. Hey, welcome to the Black Test Podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Sunday night live episode. Yes. Yeah, never thought we'd get there. You can see everything live, even the episodes we have on Skype. Yes, which is a good thing. Yeah, we're balling a little bit, a little bit. Um, and the voices that you're hearing uh, on Skype right now, um, one person is a first-time guest, but a long-time listener and commenter on twitter and all that good shit um and also he is the host of the cold slither podcast which you probably heard me mention a few times um on the show um but go ahead and say what's up to everybody uh jamal aka classic material hey what's going on everybody yes it's uh jamal also known as classic material classic material or classic of the cold slither podcast crew uh 
you know, Can love you tell them them exactly what the Cold Slither podcast is about? Uh, yeah, the Cold Slither podcast basically is a weekly discussion of uh, 80s and 90s pop culture. It's uh, three dudes. And we just get together to talk about old school stuff like comic books, cartoons, wrestling, TV shows, movies, music, uh, anything that we kind of grew up on. Uh, we just talk about on a weekly uh, basis. So that's uh, how we kick it. And uh, I, it's a, truly an honor to be here on the uh, the Black Guy Who Tips. It's like being called up to the majors here. Yeah, well, I, you know, first of all, I listen to your show. Um, and it's really good. I don't know shit about wrestling, and I still listen to the wrestling segment. <laughs> so that should tell you that it's pretty good. I used to love them when I was a kid. But most of all my wrestlers I yeah. love died or they old. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We talk about, like, old school wrestling, you know, like the 80s and 90s. So like stuff the Flair, you know, Junkyard Dog, uh, WrestleManias, uh, Hulk Hogan, all that kind of stuff. We do talk current wrestling, but on like special WrestleCasts, and that's uh, W-R-A-S-S-L-E casts uh, that we kind of do on the side. Uh, it's kind of like a side cast where we we actually live tweet or live Skype through a wrestling show as it's happening uh, because we're both, we're all three of us still like hardcore wrestling fans and aficionados uh now, but the, how old are y'all <laughs> i'm uh in my mid-30s i don't want to give my exact age away but i'm in my mid-30s and uh my co-host eclectic is uh also in his uh mid to late 30s and uh tim dog is actually the young guy in our group he's uh in his early 30s so we're all uh grown men with jobs you know careers lives and everything and <laughs> taking time out of our schedules to do this and a love for men in tights. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, where are yeah. tights on with speaking, you? Speaking of men in tights. Yes. Uh, my man Mike Felder, a.k.a. at In The Bleachers um, on Twitter. He's been on the show before when we had uh, Bossy Igby on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike, const- uh, not constantly, but he's a longtime writer of the show. He writes some really good emails and a uh, very yes. funny guy. Sponsored by Blackberry. Um, Mike. What all is going on with you right now uh, after you say what's up to the people? What's going on, everybody? Um, yes, I am in the bleachers on the Twitter, prolific on the Twitter. And I, honestly, I'm still recovering from the weekend. Did not wear tights this weekend, but I did watch a marathon, which made me excited to put my tights on tomorrow. So I will be wearing, <laughs> the, I will be wearing the tights tomorrow while I get my hangout on. You know, riding tights, the whole deal. I've got... I know that show. Say that again, Mike. You broke up a little bit. I have no problem letting my thighs show. Oh, okay. And now, <laughs> have you been wearing the tights at all uh, since you wrote that email? Yeah, I've been wearing them like, you know, on a, I've only got two pair of tights right now. I've got a purple pair that I wore on Halloween. I got a white with, like, gold tiger stripes on them. Uh, very wrestling, very wrestling-friendly tights. I've been wearing them. They, they've got no problem with wearing these tights. You know, I run to this store, put my tights on. Go to do the you, store, you, no problem. Do you wear a shirt, sir? Yeah, they don't let you in on um, the Harris Teeter without a shirt on. So I'm, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. But you realize that that is the only reason that he wears that. He said because they won't let him in Harris Teeter. Yes. Um, now, also, Mike, you uh, probably actually more known for being a prolific writer about college football. Uh, you have a podcast in the bleachers. You have a website in the bleachers dot net. Right for another website, Crystal Ball Run. What is Crystal Ball Run? I think that's the first time I heard you say that one. Crystal Ball Run is a little play on Cannonball Run, the classic movie with Burt Reynolds. But it's Crystal Ball Run. That's what everybody's chasing when you're playing college football, the Crystal Ball. Uh, 
run to the national championship. It's a college football website. A little bit more uh, focused there. I don't get the I don't I don't get to say things like for serious and are you joking me on that website. I actually break down a lot more uh, a little more technical in terms of what I break down from a football standpoint. Uh, but love that website. Still doing things at al.com, the Alabama State newspaper website, and all those things. And obviously in the bleachers.net, we're rocking and rolling there. The web the the website, the podcast, the app, everything. So I'm I'm running this little multimedia entity. From my from my laptop, Tracy, and every now and then I have a drink. Oh, her name is Tracy. Yeah, she is a she's a bitch sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> we stick we stick together. We're we're thick as thieves, so we she ain't going nowhere. Now, one thing um, I I don't watch as much college football as I used to. Um, I'm a little turned off these days, but I try to get in every once in a while and watch something. And I I like to make snap judgments off of very short periods of time. And let me tell you, dude, this Andrew Luck kid is fucking terrible. I don't know if I've seen a worse quarterback with this much hype in a long time. Uh, Cam Newton would have run up all over that Oregon defense yesterday with the uh, if they would have played yesterday. He would have took the Carolina Panthers. Steve Smith would have been <laughs> wide open <laughs> in that secondary, man. I just don't see it, man. Tell me why is this Andrew Luck kid the next Peyton Manning with more athleticism? He's got he's got good teaching. I mean, he's been taught the right way. I don't. David Shaw's not much of a coach. I don't think the coach now. But Harbaugh schooled him, and Harbaugh's a long time. He's a, he was a, Harbaugh was a really really good, better than decent long time NFL quarterback. Andrew Luck is he's the real deal. And the Colts are going to end up. You talk about winning the lottery. The Colts are going to end up. They got Peyton Manning, and now they're going to end up with with Andrew Luck. You talk about it. That's a wealth of it's a, it's a, it's a, a ridiculous what they have compared to a team like the Buffalo Bills. Who still, who, or, or your guy, the Broncos? They, oh, whoa, 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 sir, calm down. <laughs> didn't uh, Tebow win today? I didn't check the score. Uh, look, Jesus only needed two fishes to feed the masses. Yes, he only I don't had see two why, passes today. I don't see why Tebow would need more than two completions to, to win, win a game. game. So I, I really, I, I'm not He's sure what kind of the way I see it. Aaron Rodgers is mad inefficient. <laughs> All those passes to win a game, <laughs> really, Aaron. All that hard work for nothing. Just showing off, man. Tebow was so much more humble than those guys. He goes out there, he lets his uh, offense get the glory, and his defense get some too. And then he goes and wins you the game, and he doesn't. He just prays about it, and he doesn't get in your face. I like that guy. But go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, praise Tebus. I mean, that's... praise him. Yeah. <laughs> Church of Jesus Christ and fourth quarter Saints. <laughs> <laughs> you stole. You stole everything, Rob. Two weeks in a row, baby. Yeah. You know the thing about Aaron Rodgers, though? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, for me, the luster is kind of worn off. Uh, he's going to get to the point where I'm going to start hating him uh, because he's he's turned into that guy that's putting up, like, Tecmo Bowl numbers or Tecmo Bowl scores and stats, which right. is awesome, you know, this year. But I know next year, you know, whenever he, or whenever he face my, faces my team or in fantasy football, I'm going to be like, oh, not him again. Uh, you know, last year was great because, you know, he unseated – Favre, in terms of the legacy of Green Bay, it was basically a big fu season to Favre. Uh, you know, just the the run that they had. So you know, you kind of felt good for him. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a bit turned off by Aaron Rodgers right now, and that whole belt thing. You know, which is kind of tight, but uh, 
you know, it's, as a wrestling fan, I think you would be pro that. I, I, I am, but as soon as they put on a commercial and they were like, you know, doing that little parody of it, I was like, nah, it's kind of gotten mainstream now. It's similar to the uh, Drew Brees thing where he got the uh, the chance to rile him up in the beginning of, uh, of the game, the the Saints there, and uh, you know, everyone's getting behind that, and it's, it's it's pretty cool when you see it like on Fox. But now that they have commercials for it, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of crossed over to the mainstream now. Yeah. Mm, what, now, what about you? Uh, Mike, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers and his greatness? I am a newly minted Green Bay Packers fan, actually. So I, wow. whatever he does is great for me. Um, I want them to score touchdowns so that my boy, one of my best friends, Ryan Taylor, number 82 for the Green Bay Packers, he anytime they score a touchdown, that means that Green Bay is kicking off, and that means Ryan gets on the field to knock somebody out. So I am pro Aaron Rodgers. Score as many touchdowns as you can so that Ryan Taylor can get out there and knock somebody's head off. That is. Uh, are you anti uh, mainstream then, class? Oh no 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 not at all. It's it's just you know it's kind of one of those things that do does kind of grate on me. Uh, mainstream and uh, bumper stickers. I, I had a rant on <laughs> podcast recently. We have a segment on our podcast about um, we call it the Shark the Comp Pit. Uh, Rod, you would know about this. Uh, basically, uh, if, from the Transformers movie, it's a pit where we sort of toss things. Well, it's not. The Transformers movie. It's Transformers. The movie. movie. Yes, exactly. For the one from 1986. Oh, he got what's going yeah. on here. No, uh, <laughs> that's the one thing we got to get straight. Uh, that movie is the best. Yeah. That's like the best movie oh, of all time. I'm sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I am new to the geek world. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, we had went to the uh, comic book store, and it was this pole in front of the dude that was running register. And I was like, ooh, what's that? And I looked up, and Dr. Octavius was in no, the ceiling. No, no, no. Oh, see, I'm, see, I'm telling it wrong. Dr. Octopus. Oh, o- Octopus. And he was, it was one of his tentacles. It wasn't a pole. It was one of his oh, tentacles. it was like a pole to be initially at the cash register. Hey, Rock, you got to hold your nose and like uh, sound like the comic book guy from The Simpsons when you correct her, you know, kind of like. It, it was Dr. Octavius. Yes, how dare you? Uh. What? What? Really? Come on. I'm sorry, um, geeks. I'm new to this world. It's brand new to me, and I was in awe. Sorry. Don't sit around. Don't write me any letters. But uh, anyway, man. Um, moving on. Uh, since my wife embarrassed me so much. Um, but yeah, I don't want Aaron Rodgers to go into the shark to compete, man. I'm enjoying watching this dude bust ass, and plus. I'll never forget that he was behind one of the biggest douchebags of all time, regardless of how much I love Brett Favre. He is a douchebag, which is kind of why I love him. Um, that that dude almost had his career interrupted, man. Brett Favre does not help people out. He, he said all. it before, and he meant every word of it. And he doesn't teach people how to be his backup because he just sees them as competition to replace them. So I can't be anti-Aaron Rodgers, man. That dude overcame some crazy hurdles to uh, get where he's at. And I've had a job with assholes at Brent Fox, so I completely understand. Yeah, wearing Wranglers on uh, Fridays and shit. Crocs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, uh, if you guys, uh, like I said, go check them out. The Cold Slither Podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic, Podbean, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Um, they're also uh, at Um And the show is funny, man. Uh, even if you're not a geek, but you're just a 90s or 80s baby, maybe you'll uh, find some enjoyment in it just from that aspect. Because I'm not into everything they talk about, but they talk about it so well that I end up listening. Um, and, of course, In the Bleachers. Uh, find him on Twitter at In the Bleachers. Go to InTheBleachers.net. Uh, also on iTunes, it's In the Bleachers and CrystalBallRun.com. 
Um, all right. So speaking of dot coms, I guess we need to talk about our shit, Karen. Cool. The black guy who tips dot com. Go there, find shit. We got polls, we got episodes. You can stream the podcast, you can read our blog, you can uh vote in the polls and leave comments there, comments on the blog. Uh you can donate to the show. You can either do recurring donations or one time donations, either way is fine. Um, we appreciate people that do donate to the show because uh, we could use the money. Um, <laughs> we need to, you know, pay for this shit, and we need to uh, get uh, my man uh, Justin and Will back in the studio, mm-hmm. which is gonna require some headphone splitting shit that uh, looked expensive as fuck when I went in yes, guitar he did, in that city. Nice, <laughs> putting plastic up on the wall. Yeah, um, but yeah. So make sure you keep donating, guys. Uh, right now we are holding Justin and Will hostage. Yes, we are. Until y'all donate, how can we get them back on the air? Yes, free Justin and Will. Free Justin and Will. Free them. Um, if you need that ratchetness, to, <laughs> then you need. And to I free think them. I think some people do. Uh, you can leave reviews for us on iTunes, but we only read one type of review. But we will read it live on the air when mm-hmm. we do our feedback shows on Saturdays. But what kind of review does it have to be, Karen? Five stars only, mister. That's right. Um, also, find us on Facebook. I think we're at 2313 for the amount of people who like our shit on Woo! Facebook. We appreciate you liking us. We do. Um, don't forget, we're also on Podomatic and Stitcher. Um, favorite us on Stitcher. Um, let's see what else you can do. Call us, 704-557-0186, and we take those calls live on Saturday mornings when we do the feedback show. So people that want to, um, you know, talk to the host, wait till Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time and talk to us. Yes, you, know? you can. And uh, don't forget you can email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. that felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I do it that way. It feels, you gotta squint your face up. You say that shit like somebody just smacked you. Um, and of course, this is my favorite kind of show. Why, Karen? Because it's sponsored. That means money, 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 money. That's right. This show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Um, now, of course, they are doing a giveaway. Yes, they are. They're giving away a free copy of Dirt Cheap Therapy Blu ray. Blu ray. Okay? And this is not a DVD. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This isn't a link to download it and watch it on your laptop. Mm-mm. No, you need a Blu-ray player so you can watch this like a man. Step your game up, guys. Step your game up. Yeah, you go watch this in your um in your man center, wherever you watch your Sunday football <laughs> and your porn. You put this shit in between and, and then watch a uh, you know dirt cheat therapy and see that we are kind of in this movie. So we'll also be on IMDb. <laughs> when you go look us up yes, but um i'm excited about that yes in addition to the giveaway if you want to qualify for the giveaway may we suggest the hilarious 99 cent audio play bitch move yes that's right that's the name of an audio play on their site yes it is uh bitch move which features actors from dirt cheap therapy including alexa yings nathaniel j brown the man with the deep voice and the mohawk yes this with the sexy, sexy, chocolate voice, yes. <laughs> and Elijah Chester, um, the man who was actually singing this stuff when we went, saw him the first time. Yes. So not only will you have a funny 13-minute audio play for 99 cents, you'll be automatically entered to win a Blu-ray or DVD, in case you don't own a Blu-ray, because y'all might be broke, in this giveaway. 
now. Well, 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 baby, you know, uh, Walmart, you can put um, electronics now on layaway, so go ahead and start your layaway up for your yeah. Blu-ray Christmas player. is back, y'all. Black Christmas. Go ahead yes. and get your layaway yes. going. Yes, Walmart lost money last year. They was like, look, niggas ain't buying shit, so we got to be able to allow them to do layaway again. Yep. Um, I guess they credit couldn't qualify for those Walmart credit no, cards. No, they was like, look, you got $200. What the hell am I going to do with $200? <laughs> right. Um, uh, but you can also find the audio play by going to shadowdogproductions.com slash BM, like bowel movement, dot HTML. <laughs> and, of course, I will put that on our site. You can check out the link to it um, after the show is over. Um, all right, man. So I got random thoughts we need to get into. Let's do this, son. First of all, let me just say this. I'm tired of talking about Penn State. Is anybody else tired? I am. I'm, here, I'm sick of hearing about it. Cool. I'm going to make... Make this a Penn State free podcast, man. This shit has made our podcast too long. Got to talk about serious shit. There's not too many child rape jokes in my repertoire. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I this shit was just dragging me down. Karen was talking about it in the car the other day, and I was just like, damn, I don't want to talk about this. Why? Why, why are we talking about this shit, man? Fuck those people. So anyway. Um, oh, and also we would like to tell Sterling, thank you very much for the mic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Look, first of all, the mic that Karen's using uh, is a condenser mic that was actually donated to us. Yes, it was. By our listener, uh, at the Wound God on Twitter. Uh, but you might know him as Sterling, man. He used to be Sterling. Um, and, uh, yo, we appreciate that, man. Oh, we do. Thank you, sir. It saved us some shit that we would have had to spend $100 on anyway. Oh, so. yes. I will, I will gladly, if someone wants to donate something to me, I will take it, too. So just so, Just to put that out there. <laughs> Hit the PayPal. Um, so the other day on Twitter, I was perusing the timeline as I want to do at times, and I saw that Yoli uh, at Yoli the Jew. I don't know if you guys follow her, mm-hmm. but oh yeah, yes yeah, she is. Um, but she was on Twitter and she was saying that Mike Tyson was on like CNN talking, doing an interview, and she said that he sounded intelligent. And I started to disagree because I was like, I've heard Mike Tyson in every venue imaginable. Ah, yes. I don't know if intelligent is something I would describe him as ever. No. Um, not that he can't be, you know, reflective and emotional, all this, but intelligent. It seems like a reach, but then I thought about it. I think we have collectively agreed to lower the bar for people with face tattoos. Ah. Like, I, if you think about it, man, if you get a face tattoo at that point, we pretty much start treating you like you're special. You know, like, like we grade you on a curve. <laughs> like, Mike Tyson could just come out and be yeah. like, I'm not going to eat your face. And we'll be like, oh, wow, thank you. Oh, uh, so we treat him like a little kid or a puppy and just says, oh, you're doing good and pat him on the side of the head or something? Yeah. Like, people always say, what do you mean when you get a face tattoo? What are you trying to tell the world? I think that's what you're trying to tell the world is, hey, grade me on the curve. Yeah, that's that's what I think it is with Tyson. He's kind of, you know, graded on a curve because he's a boxer. And, you know, he's just – I think the, all the talk about him being intelligent started when he uh, came out of prison. And, uh, you know, he had the tattoo of uh, Chairman Mao, and he, he was uh, talking about how he's reading all these different books. He was reading Malcolm X and uh, Sun Tzu and all these things in prison, which, you know, what else are you going to do in prison other than work out and read? You know, and keep keep dudes away from your booty. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> which you know, Mike Tyson's not going to have to worry about that. Away from your booty, if uh, yeah, that's, that's 
You know, that's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's which is why you know I, I'm glad Ray J didn't uh, commit any crimes because you know as tough as he talks, I don't see him surviving that long in prison. Me, me either, yeah, sir. No, the back to back it. I, I gotta agree. I think that you know you throw in cheesy, obviously. Uh, when you're dealing with face tattoos, you are you're dealing with somebody that, who is special, especially after they've been hit in the head that many times. You, you cannot expect a lot out of them. So he puts right. he puts together a sentence. It's got you know a subject, a verb. It's got a pronoun in there. He he's doing all right. Got an adjective. Like anything he does that's not gibberish, we are like, yo, that was the smartest shit Mike Tyson has ever said. And like if he okay. by, like it's like yo, he did a whole interview. Didn't bite anyone. Yeah, it's like we have had a good day. And no sir. one's paid, no one's painting to Bolivia, so he's on, yeah, he's on the right, right. track. <laughs> there was no blood after he finished talking. We 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 were kind of lot, sir. Now you guys are both uh, fans of like '80s cartoons and um, you know the '90s and things like that. So I'm assuming you guys have both seen uh, GI Joe and familiar with it. Oh, yes. of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking about G.I. Joe the other day because we have Hub here, Hub TV. Yes, and it's the best ever. It's a channel where they play a bunch of old stuff. You Every once in a while, I'll DVR an old episode of Cobra, I mean of G.I. Joe, just to like see what Cobra was up to and all that shit, right? Well, I, I got I get the feeling, looking back in hindsight, I think everybody on Cobra was gay. Um, at least sort of deviant. Like they were trying to. I think the uh, people who make cartoons, Hasbro or whoever, was trying to scare kids away from a sexually deviant lifestyle. Because there's a lot of like freaky S and M type outfits going on over there. Sparkling and feathers and yeah. Yeah, not Gloves. to mention. I mean, okay, obviously going through the list. Mindbender, Doctor Mindbender, completely gay. Um, he had the monocle. He had the uh, no shirt on, but he had a cape going. Yeah, shaved head. What kind of doctor's lab coat is leather and black? You know. He had the thick uh, slightly whiplash mustache with the curly cue, the handlebar going on there. Right, right. I don't even think that. I don't think anyone would even debate that one. He's clearly gay. Um, also, Cobra Commander. Did they really have to make him lisp like that? Did they have to make his s's that long? Ah! <laughs> He used to be a man. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, it, it's. I'm a man. I was a man. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they made him so flamboyantly gay. The sheet that covers his face is flowing in the wind. He's wearing light blue and like just completely <laughs> unnecessary. Unnecessary. And, and Cobra <laughs> Commander used to play a hate on Destro. Anytime Destro and Baroness, there was one episode, uh, and it's a clip that's on YouTube, uh, with De- Destro and the Baroness are making out or something, you know, having a little smoochy time, and Cobra Commander pulls him up on the view screen, and he says, Destro, I know what you're doing, and I don't appreciate it one bit. And I'm like, whoa, I can understand you don't want them smooching <laughs> on the job, Cobra Commander, but uh, you all up in their business, dude. You know, you a little too, uh, a little too hurt there. You know, yeah, Destro, uh, Destro, Destro was the he is the clearly he is not gay. That was the that was going right, to be my right. argument. But he's be my argument for not gay. Uh-huh. Okay. He does yeah, with Cobra that's... Commander on because he always refers to him as my dear Cobra Commander. You know, which yeah, Destro's like bisexual. He's definitely not just gay though because <laughs> he was all up on some baroness. She wanted him, dog. Yeah, he's... But but I mean, come on, he did keep that helmet quite shiny, dog. <laughs> That, that, that metal was always popular. I don't know if it's Put all wrong. Put him to be a war? 
Say what, Cam? I said for them to be fighting in war all the time. Yeah. I don't know if his armor all was just like he had an unlimited supply or what, but that dude stayed fresh. Uh, also, don't understand why he had a white chest and a black voice. Never made sense to me. <laughs> Clearly a black man, maybe he's real light skinned or something. Yeah, it must be like some black Scottish or something he was raised by. You know, they, they put some. Yeah, some <laughs> shout out, shout out to Haggis Haggis and bro. Chitlins or something. They grew up eating. You know, who knows? Yeah, ah. Zartan, clearly a gay dude. I mean, first of all, he hangs out with a bunch of dudes and his daughter in the middle of the swamp, ah, ah, and then he has makeup on, and his power oh. is to, to, to be able to look like other people, man. Like, clearly they were vilifying gay people the entire time, because they didn't really have any gay people on G.I. Joe's side, which I thought was kind of oh, messed oh, up. Hold up, they did. They Well, not gay, but, I mean, come on, gung-ho, you know, was kind of a little bit uh, suspicious. I, yeah, I feel like gung-ho was one of those people that... Um, Goes out and protests against gay yeah. people, but secretly, but he, yeah, you know, he had a vest of, with no shirt on underneath it, so right. kind of just obitch. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I'm, like, uh, and then the other I thing is sure. the person That's who should have obviously been gay is Shipwreck, and Shipwreck wasn't gay. Oh no, but that, that was a, I couldn't believe that he was constantly getting women, kind like too much almost. Like why? Like what are you overcompensating for, sir? Like every time they went on a mission, he was trying to holler at some chick, man. He was a sailor, and uh, and yeah, obviously he's trying to overcompensate for a small penis. Right, <laughs> and obviously, of course, obviously, Snake Eyes was black. Yes, That's not yes, he was. Now he was. I had to agree with you with that. Not even a question, man. That I saw an episode where they made him dress up in a dance. Uh, they made him dance while dressed up in a dress. And I was like, only the black actors. They only do that to black male actors. Ah. <laughs> he was Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry was herb. What was yes. funny was he was in his ninja snake eyes costume and the dress on top of that. So it's like, yes, you know, you didn't believe that snake eyes had any other clothes other than that ninja costume because. And the thing, say again, Mike. I said he's black, so he's obviously poor. Yes. Yeah, he only has one pair of ah. clothes. And I, and the thing is, I was as upset with him being in that dress as, like, Will Smith in Wild Wild West. Like, I was just like, why? You didn't even need this scene. Like, why do you want to humiliate my man like this? I was, so, I was so pissed. And this is not when I was 18. This is when I was, like, 33. So, <laughs> But um, it does make you wonder, though, like, if there's, like, a secret agenda um, amongst, uh, you know, the cartoon, uh, cartoon Illuminati to, um... Ah! To vilify gay people, man, because like a lot, I started thinking about other cartoons and like Gargamel, oh kind of gay, yes, of course, kind of, kind that of? cat, and then they had a uh, painter Smurf, yeah, painter Van, Smurf, yeah, yeah, Vanity Smurf, <laughs> he yeah, looking yeah, himself in the mirror. Oh, he loved himself a tidbit too. Yeah, much. it was a lot of dudes in that Smurf collective with one chick. So you know, yes. some dudes had to. Do what they had to do. Yes, maybe that's yes, like prison all, rules. Yes, they all could bang Smurfette. Come on now. Yeah, well, maybe they could, but I'm just saying. They have to take turns, though. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just thinking, like, um, you know, some of the, the villains, Skeletor. Oh, man. Obviously oh, yes. gay, yeah. He was a little too uh, wrapped up in uh, trying to take down He-Man. Yeah, for no reason, really. And he had that same voice as Cobra Commander with that. Like, all the dudes that were villains had that high-pitched voice in the list. Man, it's clear something was up. I mean, we need to investigate who drew those cartoons. It was in the 80s. 
Oh, yeah. I, well, I think what happened is in the 80s, they could not do the, the overt racism and, and sexism that they were doing in the prior generation. Because if this was Looney Tunes, they would have just come out and made fun of them the way they used to do with Bugs Bunny. Yes. So they had yeah. to tell like, you know what? We're going to take a different route here when we make fun of these people and vilify them. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make them the bad guys, and everybody's going to get on board with this. Mm-hmm. Wow. How many people you think now hate gay people, but it's only because they love cartoons as a kid? They don't even know they've been programmed. Deep <laughs> <laughs> into their psyche. Right, because in their mind, it's like, if we give them the right to marry, Cobra wins. <laughs> and I can't have that shit, y'all. No, because I am a real American hero. Right. <laughs> right. Um, all right, man. So speaking of cartoons and comic books. Hold on. Before we go yeah. on, when you talking about Hub, also, um, I watch Hub for for a jam, jam and a hologram. Karen, no, that's a good point. You know what? In the yeah, I, I, I like Jim as well. In fact, there's a lot of grown men running around here that won't admit it, but they like watching Jim either now or they used to back in the day. That was the I have almost forgot about that cartoon, and Hub is kind of bringing me back because they got like Jim and the well Jim and the holograms and pound puppies, and I didn't know her crew was called the holograms. And you know what? Them songs still is the shit they be singing. Them and the Misfits. Yeah. I be yeah. singing along. Jim, Jim was super hot. I don't know. I don't understand who would have a problem admitting that. Jim was super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I never really got into Jim because um I was it was one of those things where like, uh, I, like the good cartoon would go off like the boy cartoons. Yes. And then Jim would come on or that 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 I don't know if you got I don't remember the name of this cartoon but do you guys remember that cartoon? It was like Beverly Hills. Something. Oh, Beverly Hills Teens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That used to come on with yeah, the block like dinosaurs of- and some other stuff. Yeah, it was about a bunch of rich, middle-class white kids. Like, there was nothing I could relate to on that cartoon. I would always just cut off the TV halfway yeah. through. Well, I love Jam. Why? Because she's truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly And the music's contagious, yeah. In fact, that, yes, that was the it, thing with, the with the, you know, us, us guys coming up. You know, we would know the beginning lyrics or the opening title of those two cartoons because they would come on or something right after the one yeah. went off. And then that was that, was that time that five you know that 30 seconds where you can get up and turn the channel or turn off the tv so you can go outside and play like and so that song is burned into your brain if you didn't mess with jam like that you could still sing the song and go truly 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 outrageous and all that stuff to this day yeah now i um speaking of comic books i had to break down and i don't know why i feel like defeated but um i'm only reading the Ultimate Spider-Man comic book since um, they turned into a black Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm supporting, you know, that change. I, I feel like it was about time. Um, so basically, I, I, I watched. Uh, I mean, I went. I went to go get this comic book, and on the back of the last issue, issue number three, it it said like the new one comes out November 9th. I'm like, cool. So I'm checking every comic book store locally. Yes. Nobody has it. Nobody. It's embarrassing. Like I'm going to bookstores, Barnes, like Barnes and Noble. Um, I'm going to other com- riding out like Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, uh, map questing other people, other comic yeah. book stores and shit. Nobody has it. Um, and so I finally had to break down and go to Marvel.com and just order, like subscribe to the comic book. And I've never done that before. And like I felt kind of defeated as a nerd, but then part of me was, I mean, I realized obviously I should have been doing this a long time ago. Like, if you subscribe via the website, like, comic books are, like, half the price of what they are in the store. Yes, them shit's just high. Yeah, a great thing about comic book uh, subscriptions nowadays is they take care of your mail. 
like you know they'll ship it whether it's UPS or Priority Express or whatever. I, I used to subscribe to comic books back in when I was a teenager, uh, and, and uh, I'm telling you the mailman would just. If you were a collector, it would piss you off to no one because the man would just fuck up your comics. You'd be waiting at the mailbox for your comics to come in, and it would just be all ratcheted up and wrenched up and read through. You know, it'd be out the package or ripped up or whatever. And because they just thought, well, comics—that's just for kids or whatever. You know, but now because there's so much value in comics, you know, people are selling them. You know, Spider-Man number one and Amazing Fantasy 15 going for like you know a few million, or Superman number one. There's value in them, and there's grading systems. So, I mean, they treat it like it's a you know like a national treasure. So you know they you're not going to get some crap you know in the mail anymore. You're going to get like UPS or something. It's going to be boxed and boarded and all that stuff. That's good. And though. it should be because you're spending your money. And the the thing about it, man, Roger talked about this in the car. I'm like, what did they order? Eight copies and just expect nobody to purchase this? Oh, we're out. Everybody was like, we had to order some more. And I was looking like, um, this comic book is in plastic everywhere. What did yeah, you Yeah, I started to get pissed because I was, I'm, and I don't know, maybe somebody who's worked in the comic book store can, can tell, tell me, me, but. I felt like they didn't order this shit. No. Like, I think they lied to me. I don't think they ordered uh, enough, enough on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I used to work at one. Actually, that was my first ever job, uh, paying job. And it was non-paying for a while because I worked for comics. I was like 15. And then my mom found out, and she made me go back and tell them to pay me money. Otherwise, she was going to Yeah, it's like a college football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad I didn't play any sports or anything. That would have, you know, the allegations would have been, like, severe. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> in, in any case, you know. Yeah, actually, yeah, in a college in a college football situation, they wouldn't allow you to take anything yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can read the books yeah. here, okay? <laughs> Those books now. But yeah, yeah, I mean, with the with titles like that, they 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 might not order enough copies, or uh, depending on when you went, Rod. Like, if it was not a if it was not Wednesday, like say it was Thursday or Friday, it, they probably sold out. Be, you know, because uh, New Comic Day is Wednesday are usually Wednesdays and. Uh-huh people just flood into the stores and get their books and it, you won't even see crowds in the stores what they do is every comic book store has a box where you can uh you know sort of set aside your comics uh so if you're a regular customer they put that in a box for you and and you basically just yeah, pick them up yeah and the thing is i only read this one book and he's like well if you order three books a month you know we'll set aside on the days and i'm like i just want this one book which makes me sound horribly racist of course but I, it was the truth, <laughs> dog. What can I say, man? So yeah. dude was like, um, and then the other thing is I think he lies because he always does that thing like when a woman asks his, a guy who's cheating on him, like, why is his number in your pocket? Because, like, he always, like, freezes up, and then he starts yeah. looking around the store like we didn't just look around the store. You know, yeah. like, oh, it should be over here. I checked yeah. my inventory. Mm, I don't and, see. And, and, you know, um, let me, um, check, let me here. check over here. Let me see. And if, if it's a brand new edition, it should be here. And, 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 and the thing about it is that he geeks out on us, and he always want to sell us other shit. He has seen us before. He, we don't never buy nothing else. He knows yeah. we're not going to buy anything He's else. not even geeking out. He's just trying to sell us. He's just like, oh, I guess I don't have it. But, you know, it's kind of like the Ultimate Avengers where no uh, and I'm like, dog, I, that's not what I want. <laughs> That's not what I want. No. Stop trying to. You're gonna hug get me. all the comics. You're gonna get. You're gonna get that Ultimate Spider-Man. And then you're also gonna get the new X-Men or whatever else is out there. I haven't read comics in a while, but you're gonna get some new comics too. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. What you're gonna get Rod, all of them. That's what he tries to do, dog. But I'm not gonna fold, man. Nah. He acts like I'm not a nerd from way back. <laughs> Y'all know how stubborn I am. I'm not gonna fold <laughs> on that shit. I don't give a fuck if they, because I know this. I've read comic books long enough to know what they're gonna do. 
it'll they do the crossover thing and it'll happen eventually with ultimate spider-man and i had to make that decision then but it's only like four issues deep so it's yeah. not gonna happen yet no. but once it gets established they'll be like and then he helped the x-men but there's only one way to read that shit yeah. you gotta go to the x-men <laughs> right or, or they'll do uh they'll do uh they used to have annuals and they still do but you know like you know, that extra special episode of a title and they would just have the annual where you could put all the extra shit like the uh you know the file and all the, and the extra backstories now they have like Point one episodes or point one issues or uh, or or you know the, if they do a crossover they'll have the crossover like uh, the siege or uh, whatever and then siege ultimate Spider Man point one you know so you have to get all that stuff it, it, it's a saturation of the market and I mean I still enjoy comics but I don't go up there and buy them like I used to because it should cost money you look at a cover price of a book it's like three dollars four dollars. I was growing up, it was like $0.75 cents or a dollar, you know, and further back, it was like uh, $0.25 cents or $0.50, cents. and it's just stories on paper, yeah. and, and, uh, and there's, you know, digital comics, too. That's what's killing a lot of these stores is you can get this stuff, you know, or the, either through the website, you know, through illegal means or, you know, dare I say it, through illegitimate means. Uh, well, first of all, the way I went to Marvel.com yesterday. It's hard as fuck to buy a digital comic. And I don't know why it has to be so hard. And it's not hard because it's difficult to do. I, I'm very computer savvy. Mm-hmm. It's hard because their fucking site is clumsy as shit. Marvel, <laughs> step on your shit, dude. It's like, like, first of all, the shop button is all the way to the right at, at, of the page. But clearly, if you go to Marvel.com, that's probably the first thing you want to do. Put that shit on the left, like close to the the file, edit, and menu buttons on on a regular fucking browser in the first place. That's how a website should be designed. You know, Amazon doesn't say, you want to buy some shit, well, why don't you go through a few pages first, you know? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And then second of all, when I search for shit, your searches need to be a little more, uh, they need to be a little more forgiving. Like, if you don't type in Ultimate Comics Presents Spider Ultimate Spider-Man or some shit, it'll just be like, oh, yeah, there's no comic books named that. I'm like, What? <laughs> I put wow. Ultimate Spider-Man and like only the only shit that came up was from like 2003. Marvel, get your shit together, dude. I tried to go buy shit, and then like they have a completely different site for subscribing to Marvel Comics where you can get them mailed to your house. Like it, this is too much, too fucking much. They make too much money. Who designed their website? I don't know. Like it was, uh, that was very frustrating. And you should not go to. Try, that's like going to try to buy a pizza. <laughs> Like, you want to buy some wings? No, I would actually like to uh, buy pizza. It's Pizza Hut, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> why don't you look around at the breadsticks first, Junior? Just slow down. <laughs> you might change your mind. How about some digital pizza? Like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Fucking <laughs> terrible. Anyway. Um, <laughs> before we change, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. But I about to say, before we change the topic, we talk about uh, comic books. Uh, I am really loving that A uh, Walking Dead series, the uh, graphic novel. Yeah, we're, we're reading all the Walking Dead graphic novels. And, uh, I, I, um, well, you know me. I don't suggest shit to people. So, I'm asking. Um, I'm asking. This I'll, is- t- I'll tell you, for me, um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not sh- sure if you've ever read comic books or you're into other comic books. But um, I know uh, the guy who, who wrote it, I think his last name is like Kirkman. Um, he used to be like a comedy writer. And then he wrote this, like, dark, gruesome uh, series that's not very funny at all. But I think um, because the best comedy comes from tragedy, he's able to reach into the human spirit 
and and really define something that i tell everybody about which is people ain't shit and it is beautiful shows watching it play out it is so beautiful watching these people turn to savages man i i love it i i can't put it down we we get two new books and finish them within days every time and have to order some more yeah so you should definitely um check it out man i if you're into comic books or if you're into like zombie lore it's really good but i say go to amazon to get them because they're only like seven or eight dollars there yes as opposed to like fifteen dollars retail everywhere yes. else so yes. yeah yes. check it out man i, I yeah. don't have to do that i hadn't been it's been a while for me for comics i was i was really into predator comic books actually when i was when i was younger and that it's been a while so i stepped back but my my ex-girlfriend's twin sister's boyfriend or fiance now he was pushing he was like yo you got to read these you got to read these and i I was like, I don't know, man. I'm going to wait. And then you guys talking about it and hearing other people talk about it, I kind of think I'm going to sign on board and, and jump in and, and pick up these books because I, I really love the, the show, and I think that this is definitely something I can sign on with. Dude, it, it doesn't if you follow, like the show, yeah, you're going- I will tell you this. Everyone who likes the show, if you like the show, the books are like the show on HBO. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like the show, but if you can curse yes. and do everything and, and have really sex and yes. show nudity and stuff, and then to top it off, um, it's not going to ruin the show for you. Nope. It's basically like two different takes on the same, same scenario. Yeah. So you're not actually going to end up being like, oh, well, I already know what's going to happen to this no, character. You, you actually don't know who's going to die. There's no. people that look totally different on the show than they look in the comic book. There's yes. people who die in the book and people who live in the book and it changes according to the show so completely do not avoid the books because of the show um to some extent you will i would be surprised if you like the show more than those books um really well written characters yes it was and i think for me um i'm just I was in denial of geekness, but I, I really geek out about this. I get all excited. Me and Del Frano will be talking about it. I'm like, oh, this this is how they feel when they get all excited and talk at all the geek talk. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if I want to embrace that side of me, but it's coming out slowly. Yeah, you're turning into uh, slowly a Dr. Octavius over there. <laughs> yes, I am, if I get the names correct. Yeah, yeah. so the monocle's yeah. starting to form over your eye there, Karen, and you're starting to yeah, start, yes, start uh, laughing nefariously. <laughs> She's going to need some backup singers for jamming the holograms. <laughs> yes, I eventually. am. Jamming um, toast. Yes, sir. So uh, speaking of nerd shit, um, I watch cartoons now, which I think are actually better than the cartoons we grew up with as kids. And a lot of people are in denial and nostalgic about that shit. But uh, I've been watching these cartoons. They are better. Um, and Ben 10 is a cartoon that I, I enjoy. Ben 10 is good. Um, but every time he transforms, because, you know, this is a toys selling um staple of all cartoons yes every time he transforms he has to say the name of what he's turning into <laughs> so the kids will know what to ask for when they go to the store of course <laughs> christmas time yeah. and i was i was thinking because and he always says the name like like yells it out if, if you know like oh way big or some shit <laughs> like that <laughs> you know too big what does what, what he, he say <laughs> uh, like oh, let's see what another one um uh, like he'll also say, uh, I don't know, um, I, like there's one that's like goop or some shit and it's like yeah. goop or some, and then like it has ultimate transformations yeah. and then he can be ultimate, whatever he just said, like ultimate spider monkey. And it's like half yeah. a spider, half a monkey. monkey. And I was thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if he had like one 
really racist named alien? Because he has to yell that shit out when he transforms anyway. Activate nigga head. (laughs) 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 I was coming up with different alien names that were racist. Spear chucker formation. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) The name I came up with that I thought would be the most offensive but also the most fun to say was nigga juice. Because I, I that shit just sounded fun as shit, man. It's, it's horribly racist, of course. You can't say that on a cartoon, but when he transformed, I just wanted to be like, nigga juice. Like, Big lip bamboo. <laughs> uh, ultimate nigga juice. Like, that's, I don't even know what that Bull alien jangling. looks like. Yeah, I don't even know what that alien looks like. That shit just would be cool as fuck. And we'd all have to admit that that shit sounds good. Yes. Um. It's all right. Really also, I'm saying... Did you say Jigaboo? What did you yeah, say? Yeah, that was the first thing that came into my mind was Jigaboo. <laughs> Jigaboo! <laughs> Ultimate Jigaboo would probably be like Herman Cain yeah. or something. But, right. <laughs> Given the success of uh, the Boondocks, and they use the uh, N-word a lot, I think a cartoon like that might actually have some life on Adult Swim if uh, that concept were to be you know, put into fruition. Yeah, like a black version of Ben 10. It'd be like uh, Ben ten minutes too late. Cause it'd always be it like, all the racist, all the racial stereotypes on one team. Whatever. Baby, be transferred, baby mama. Right. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate baby mama. Yeah. Um, I shoot you, nigga. Ultimate. Um. So um, I've been playing Arkham City, and I finally beat it today. Um. And that game, first of all, is per- is a great game. Yes, it is. It's perfect. Okay. Um. A lot of people are lazy. They're not going and read it because you, you collect these secrets and stuff and these riddles you have to solve. They don't read that. If you solve them, then you get more backstory. You get mm-hmm. these, uh, these tapes and stuff of each villain where you can hear, like, audio tapes of them. And you really discover a lot of backstory to the game that enhances your gameplay experience. Uh, but a lot of people don't do that. And I've been finding it out because a lot of people don't think the game makes sense. And it's because they did just the minimum amount to get through the story. And then they just go, ah, that game doesn't make sense. Why would any of that have happened? And you go, you read the, you know, you go back and read the backstory. You're like, well, that's how that happened, right? Well, um, one of the things you have to do, there's 440 different accomplishments or riddles that you have to solve. Um, They include things such as, like, physical feats of, like, defeating a group of bad guys using certain techniques or um, flying a certain distance. Uh, There's also... uh, Things like uh, pick, finding these trophies that the Riddler is scattered about, Arkham City and things like that. Um, very fun. You know, you can keep track of it through the game. And um, I had a great time. But in order to really beat the game, you have to beat every bad guy. And the Riddler is the last bad guy. And you have to find 400 out of 440 of these secrets to beat the Riddler. And they're all over the city. They're hard as shit. Some of yeah. them are hard as hell, right? It, took, it probably took me an extra five or six days of playing to do the entire 400 riddles and shit because I have a job and a podcast. Um, so I finally caught that dastardly motherfucker today, and I beat the shit out of him <laughs> for making me take all that time, dog. I gave him some back justice. In his were, you, ass, were you yelling dog, at the dog. screen as you was beating him too? Like, yeah, motherfucker, there. Well, I was I was yelling at him like Batman okay. and shit, like you come to my justice. You beat the shit out of him. You didn't kill him. You sick bastard. You did not kill him though, did you? 
no i couldn't kill him unfortunately but i was like batman if he could curse you know what i mean i'm like you sick fuck what have you done to these people like, that's how i imagine that's how i imagine batman really talking but you can't put that in a comic book do, but. do you think batman would take one of those uh things that he takes out to hit people that look like a, a bat and just cut his throat batarang yes um no i don't think he would cut his throat but i will tell you this about that game you can go a long way before you kill somebody <laughs> like i always i always in the comic books i always was a little bit like yeah but batman's a little bit bitch made because at the end of the day he's not gonna kill you let me tell you man some things are worse than death i was ah! i was crushing spleens giving people yeah, major medical bills just yeah. completely crushing people's skulls and shit i started to feel a little uncomfortable yeah. with how violent batman was getting but yeah, you know choking him up let me tell me when the yeah, yeah. this ain't your father's batman where in the in the 60s car uh tv show where he would just hit you once wow. and it would be like pow a bap or a sock you know and that's it right there's no shark repellent spray <laughs> no on this bat copy <laughs> like this dude like he even keeps like I think it was Robin or Nightwing came to help, and he told that motherfucker to get out. Like he was, he was about some vengeance that day, man. And uh, like, and the thing is, like, he'll like some people you can interrogate, right? So you hit the button to interrogate them. The only thing is, you have to make sure that they're all alone. You can't interrogate them while people are fighting. So I interrogate these dudes, and like every time they would give up the secrets, and Batman would beat their ass anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like the guy would be like. Please, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Just, just don't hurt me. And then Batman would be like, "I won't." Wow! Oh my God, there was no reason for him to tell you then. You beat his ass anyway. But um, yep. But yeah, man, I beat the shit out of Riddler, and I found out that the Riddler is sexist. Uh oh. Because in the game, you can switch between Batman and Catwoman. Yes, you can. Um, who is sexy as all get out in the game? Hello, nurse. Riddler, it's like what Laura Croft should be, you know. Ah. My yeah, nerds. her outfit was tight and black, wasn't it? Yeah, my nerds out there understand what I'm getting at. But, um, yo, so so the Catwoman trophies that you have to find that the Riddler has for you, very, very easy. Like, extremely easy. Like, just jump up here and grab it. Like, Batman shit was like, you need to fly to this point in the sky <laughs> and turn your night vision on and then take a picture and all this shit. And then her shit would just be like, yeah, just jump up here and get it. The Riddler is sexist as shit, man. That was very, that was messed up, but you know whatever else can get through the game. Right? How how sexist uh, do you think it was? Like, because uh, I've never played the game, obviously. Um, that, that's a story for another time. But how do you think uh, that where they putting these uh, trophies like in the kitchen and at the air salon, right. and other <laughs> other places they know women can you know uh, congregate at? Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Like Batman shit would be like you need to jump to yeah. all three of these. Uh, Joker medallions without yeah. without hit touching the her, ground. Her stuff would be like it's in the pink fingernail polish, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Sephora <laughs> in the back aisle. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's in that silky wrap weave number ninety eight over there. Now let's get to something everybody can comment on because I'm sure this has happened to everybody. Talking in the movie theater. Uh, first of all, I need to know, uh, and I'll ask you first, Mike. Do you talk in the movie theater? No, I am actually a big-time movie uh, kind of a snob. I go to the movies in the middle of the day, alone, 
so that I don't have to deal with anybody talking. I don't have to deal with anybody talking to me that I know, that I don't know. No crowded theater. I get my, I go 20 minutes early. I get my free refill popcorn, get it filled up, watch the movie. And that's it. I don't need no conversation at all. It's me and like four or five old people at the movies. <laughs> I know it. That that works for me too. What about you, Jamal? You talk at the, uh, at the screen. And not at all. Talking. In fact, I'm just like Mike. Uh, you know, that's the best movie experience is going alone. You know, I, I'll take Mrs. Classic with me uh, every now and then, but uh, we have to agree on a movie because she likes to rotate in those romantic comedies or whatever. Uh, hey, last time. Yes. Oh jeez, uh, you, you got to take one for the team for those. I like, but a superhero movie's coming out this month, so let's take let's see that one. But uh, the pro, the the thing with uh, talking in the movies is you are you do run upon somebody that does that. Uh, like the last Tribe Called Quest uh, movie when that was out in theaters, there was somebody in the back row just talking, and you kind of have to, you know, you 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 do the look of the turn or whatever. Sometimes you just have to like blurt out, "Shut the fuck up," you know, and, and just to. And no one will disagree with you, but you you have to, you know, basically just try to keep the peace somehow without, you know, having to resort to fisticuffs. Uh, so you tell people who talk. If it gets to up. that point, you know, I'm, I'm not like somebody that just goes off, you know, enforcing movie uh, <laughs> movie etiquette. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm not a movie vigilante per se, but uh, if it does get out of hand, like, yeah. <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up. And they go, I will shut the fuck up. And he punches you. in the face anyway. I'll get the usher in a heartbeat. I'm not going to lie. I will get the usher immediately. Oh, you know, that's smart too, Mike, because no one would suspect you. <laughs> like the problem I have, the problem I have with people that get the usher, one, they always look like the kind of person that gets the usher. Yes. Like number one. They like, away angrily. Like they had that usher face. And then they always kind of announce it. With their body language, which is, you know, for most people is a problem because they're not the kind of usher getter that I'm talking about doesn't want to fight. Right. No. You know what I mean? He's like they're just the guy who's like the hall monitor. You know what I mean? They huff and puff and stomp all the way out the theater, and you just go, man, if those dudes know it's you, you know, it might be your ass that gets worked. <laughs> no, I'm um, a, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm sit down and I, I got some talking. I will locate the talking and I will figure out what row they're in, what seat they're in, what they're wearing. I will casually stroll out of the theater. I'll walk right up. Hey, we got a guy in here that just keeps talking. We got some teenagers in here. I don't know why they're not in school, um, but we got some teenagers in here. They're talking. Uh, can you do something about it? And I'll walk back. Because I didn't pay, you know, whether it's $5 or 12 bucks. I didn't pay that money to listen to you talk. I came to watch the movie. Yeah, I agree, man, wholeheartedly. Um, and it goes against what classic material, a.k.a. Jamal, was saying earlier. I, I assume everyone who yells at the screen or talks in the movie theater is willing to fight on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every last one of them. Like, they already yeah, show that they don't have yeah. any fucking cool. Yeah, if they loud and it's noxious, yeah. Because they know eventually, one of these days, somebody's going to call them out or say something to them, and they have to be ready to respond you can't be loud like that just to be loud, and especially with some fucking teenager where you pay $20 for your ticket, and they show they student pass and pay 10 Come on. Yeah, they're taking that chance, dog, and they will fight you on that shit, man. I'm not going to be the dude that dies in the movie theater over some bullshit. <laughs> nah, but, let's, spell, but, but I respect let's spell a myth here, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, from your experience, I mean, I know people say it's mostly black people that, you know, talk in the movies, but, like, have you guys run across, like, white kids or white people that uh, do the uh, chatter in the movies, too? 
first yeah. of all, if you watch any of the Republican debates, that myth yeah. is dead. Don't ever tell me that black people are the only ones yelling in the theater and shit. Mm-hmm. You guys are yelling at a presidential They yeah, yelling at the president. The you live, <laughs> uh, dude? Yeah. Yes. No black people in the room. <laughs> like, don't. So that myth is, is done. But, but uh, secondly, in our personal experience, you know, we like to go to the nicer theaters um, when we go out at night because that's kind of the only way you're really going to uh, feel safe leaving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I mean, if I come with my wife, I would like to not be on South Boulevard at that time of night. No, I would like no, to uh, be on Ray Road with a lot of RWPs walking around well, so that's that right. I can feel safe. Um, they'll get you, but they'll get me. But, but yeah, we've been in a ton of movies where white people were screaming, and, and we were looking at them like, wow, isn't this some shit? Yes. Everybody uh, talks in the movie theater. Um, it, 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 yeah. it, I'm telling the worst for me is, like, high school-aged girls doesn't matter what race they are high school aged girls they get up they get they get up they move they go out they come back in they're giggling they're laughing you're not even old enough to be in here and i will get the usher right yes that's hilarious picturing mike getting the usher on some teenage girls but 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 it gotta go down that way though man i don't blame you dog i don't don't blame blame you i I, like i said i've tried to um i've gotten better over time (laughs) And I've tried to, uh, for I really, Roderick is witness. I've tried to um, whisper, which is really, really hard to do. I don't know why when Roderick is like two feet in front of me. Um, I've tried to keep it under control while I'm not interrupting other people in the movie theaters. But now we're watching the movie at the house. All bets is off. Roderick turns around and I am just screaming and yelling, don't go in there, girl. Uh-uh, he going to stab you. And Roderick told me one day, he was like, don't you know they're fiction, fiction, uh, fictional characters? I said, yes, I say, but I hope that me screaming at the TV would give them some common sense, but it never does. They die. Karen can, first of all, Karen talks to everything. <laughs> like, Karen, like, I'll be in the car and I'll turn on, I'll turn on like talk radio to listen to talk radio. And I'm trying to listen to hear what the fuck they're talking about. And Karen will start talking to them like that motherfucker's in the back seat with us and shit. Like, she's like nah uh, Cam Newton's arm is, is gonna be okay and I'm like why are you he can't hear you and I don't wanna hear you I would like to know what the fuck is going on with my fantasy football team if it's okay yeah I think uh, to be you know if I'm gonna be a chauvinist here that is a woman thing cause uh, Mrs. Classic does the same thing when I play podcasts or radio shows in the car she'll just go well who cares oh, oh that's some bullshit or if I'm play, you know playing even your show she'll come in you know yeah that's you tell them girl you know she's co-signing with Karen so I uh, like women don't even listen or watch things the same as dudes. I'm no. like I try not to believe in stereotypes. That shit is going with me to my grave. Like I, maybe it's, maybe some dudes are like this, but I like I'm, I'm mostly around Karen, so that's who I attribute all this shit to. But only a woman can come in and watch like half a show and then be like in the kitchen cleaning up or something, and then walk upstairs and read the book and then come back and then the movie's over and then tell somebody that they watched that fucking movie, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I saw that movie. Like, no, you saw 20 minutes of that movie. And then you started talking to me while I was watching the movie. That's not that, watching that the movie. That was enough, sir. 20 minutes was enough. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, did y'all know that pigs are actually smarter than dogs? Yes, I did, actually. They, um, they're really smart. Really, they just roll around the mud. The pigs taste delicious. They get a bad rap. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that and... Like Karen just said, that's the reason they don't know that. It's because okay. pigs are delicious. Yes, they are. It doesn't like nobody. Like it seems like nobody knows how fucking smart a pig is, man. Mm-hmm. 
Like, <laughs> those things are smart as shit, man. They just so fucking tasty. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah. If, well, if you could get bacon off of a dog, we would do the same shit to it, man. What, what would happen if there was like a pig revolution? They, the, the farmer came in and went, nah, nah, fuck you, nigga. We is not going to be bacon today. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Maybe a kind spider would take it upon its back and write some uh, messages for it. I think that might happen, too. (laughs) So, um, this is the last random thought until we get into some news articles. But um, I didn't have many thoughts today. But um, have y'all ever had a moment of pure, ignorant prejudice? Like an unguarded moment where you just didn't, like, no one knows about this moment except me. And as a person that has a podcast and a blog and stuff, I'm taking it upon myself to tell people about this moment because I think people will actually be able to for, to relate. And maybe we all have these moments we just never talk about them out loud, you know. <laughs> and I, pro- I, do, I, I do all the time, yes. Well, yeah, Karen actually does talk about them out loud on the show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that, that's there. why my random thoughts yeah. make no sense. And they that's why our show has a shark to content too, because that's all we do is just rant on stuff that we hate. <laughs> Yeah, and I try not, I, I, like, I try to be, um, you know, fairly open-minded person. So I was surprised that these thoughts came into my head in such a rapid succession. Like, this this entire process I'm about to diagram for you took about two seconds. And I was ashamed of myself within those two seconds. Like, it was, it went from, like, uh, to shame. And, like, it, that's how it was, like, oh, thought, shame. That's exactly how I went. But. Ah! I was in a um, grocery store late at night because uh, sometimes we shop late at night because mm-hmm. uh, um, there's no lines and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I've done a podcast and I edited and all this stuff. And I was like, damn, I need food for tomorrow at work. So let me just go. And Karen was asleep. I was by myself. Um, so I go into uh, Harris Teeter, um, the, the, one of the good ones. And yeah. um, I'm down the ice cream aisle. And I saw this lady pushing the stroller. And she had a burqa on, uh-huh. like the Muslim garb that covers everything except, like, the face or the eyes, uh-huh. depending on the various styles. Yes. And she was on a cell phone. And she walked by me, and for some reason, it struck me as odd that she was on a cell phone. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know why, but, like, for a split second, I was just like, what? She's, she's a Muslim. You, she can't have a cell phone. Oh. And then, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, which which is obviously wrong, you know. Like, yes. I, it's not like she was Amish, you yeah. know what I mean? Ah, now that would have been a shocker. So then, so then my brain was like, oh wait a minute. Um, I thought it was against her religion to use technology. Oh no. And I was like, but that that doesn't make any sense. Because quickly as I thought that, my brain came in with a second thought, which was, no 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 no. How else would they blow themselves up and oh, blow up God. a car bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Way more racist than the first song. That was even that was like shamefully racist. Yes, they had to put in the cold, baby. It, it was amazingly ignorant, <laughs> amazingly racist. Yes, and I'm sad for agreeing with you. Yes, people, you call me racist. And um and and like like I I don't know, man. I just it happened in a split second. Obviously, I don't think like that. I don't talk like no. that. But it was just one of those like, goddamn, that's how quick you can go from reasonable to racist. In America, like it was that fucking fast, dog. I see uh, how people listen to Rush Limbaugh now. If you just turn off that part of your brain that goes, huh, that's, that's shockingly racist. If you turn that part of your brain off, dude, you, you can listen to that shit all day, yes, man. Yeah, I try to keep that part off. But I will throw that out to the audience. <laughs> I will try to throw that out to everybody. Have y'all ever had a moment like that? Um, Karen, you ever had a moment like that? 
yes, uh, because sometimes uh, we was actually at Walmart the other day, and I was saying it, it was kind of scenario. I seen a lady in a burka walking with her little girl, but her little girl had on like pants and blue jeans and everything. Mm. So she wasn't dressed up in a burka. And my mind initially said, hey, little girl, why aren't you dressed up in a burka like your mama? Mm. And I don't know why I processed it like that. You know, I thought it was like a tradition. Mm. So I was just thinking, you know, maybe once she gets to a certain age, you know, because we're so uh, modernized, they might actually give, may give her the choice. I don't know. But it was just strange to, to see a mama dressed in a burka and not a child. Mm. Y'all ever had a moment like that, man, of just sure? And it was more ignorance than racism. For me, it was, too. And not, like, not, it was just pure yeah. ignorance. Like, I wasn't even thinking. Like, my brain no. shut off for a second. I was just like, huh, that's the most ignorant shit I've ever thought. Uh, what about you, Mike? You ever had a moment uh, like when that? I leave the barbershop, overall sharing Amity. Uh, sharing Amity and I'm around, I guess, Harris. I, every time I leave there, I'm like, oh, my God, please just let my car, let, let everything be in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, that's one of the reasons I don't get too much on white people for prejudice shit sometimes because there is a reasonable part of everybody's mind that does, uh, you know, that, that it makes sense. Like, you see a group yes. of dudes walking down the street um, at midnight or some shit and you by yourself, you cross the street. It is really, yes. no, you know, like, or you can be like, I'm PC and stay on that side of the street and then have a great story about getting robbed later. Sometimes you got to cross the street, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and it's nothing against anybody, but to let everybody out there know, I too am scared of Negroes that look like they're going to rob me. That has nothing to do with color of skin. I too will clutch my purse. I too will walk to the other side. I too will take another route. And I am back. I'm, I'm just scared of people that seem like they don't have enough to do. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> Yes. Like, yeah, you ever just see a group of people where you're just like, uh, uh, seven, bu- seven buses have passed this bus stop, and they haven't taken any of them. Nobody yes. in the group has decided to get on bus one. Like, nothing. Not, something's wrong with like, this picture. This, I think I'm going to cross the street. You know what and I mean? And then not only that, just groups of people that have nothing to do. And what fears me the most is groups of teenagers oh. that have nothing to do. Because not only might they might rob you, they might beat you, too, because they are bored as shit. Yeah. 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 Um, what about you, uh, Jamal? I, I you ever had that moment? <laughs> 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 now, Jamal, have you ever had a moment of uh, just sheer ignorance, like this uh, mental ignorance? Oh, several times. Uh, uh, you know, it kind of goes back to what you were saying in an earlier show. People ain't shit. But uh, other, otherwise, uh, actually, uh, yesterday when I called in, uh, talked about uh, OBX and those bumper stickers, and I think a lot of that is kind of tied to road rage where, you know, someone does cut me off or if they're on their cell phone or whatever on the road and I, I see the OBX sticker, I immediately assume that everyone that's, you know, vacations in the Outer Banks or that has the OBX stickers, a douchebag, you know, or, and I can't stand them. I'm just like, you know, fuck the OBX. I, I wish, you know, you you know how you can just get rid of all the uh, douchebags in the world? Just take a nu- nuclear missile and just fire it at OBX and just kill everybody there. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to check myself, like, come on, dude. That's just not cool, you know. Come on. For people that don't know, he's talking about a symbol that means the yeah. outer bank. Any of those symbols, actually, Hilton Head, you know. But yeah, I, I I don't give a fuck where you vacation, really, you know, because <laughs> it's just not important. Um, the other one is um, oh, I just forgot it. But the yeah, I mean, it, it it's easy to just you know kind of get wrapped up in some kind of a uh, you know ignorance and just jump out of it. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. If you play fantasy football. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. 
horribly racist i'm horrible oh. i will never draft a black quarterback <laughs> um I, I, I also heard this on um hot fire starter their podcast they talked about it too um and i have done that for years and they were that it was one of the first times that i actually heard somebody say it out loud and i was like i do that i do that every year because i used to get burned by black quarterbacks i'd be like you know what dante culpepper he's coming off a nice season It'd be good to have a brother on my team. And then that's the season that he gets cut and shit. And I'm like, damn. That's, you know what I mean? Like, oh, let me get McNabb. Oh, McNabb hurt his thumb and decides to throw 12 interceptions to start the season. Like, damn, man. Well, well then don't feel bad. I will never uh, draft, uh, pick anybody that doesn't have a picture of their profile. You know how you go in and it just has like a little man. Like a picture of man. Wait, Not player X. In a Wait. picture. I will not pick you. I'm sorry. Maybe that's racist too. Show no, me your face. That's not racist. That's uh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm showing you their face. I am face. No, I'm not gonna pick them. Not, not, not unless I'm they not, are outstanding. I'm, I will not pick I'm them. I'm equally as biased against yes. white running backs and white riders. I was gonna teams. say there are uh, there are plenty of people out there. White, black, Asian. They are not picking. I don't care how good Peyton Hillis is. They're not picking a white running back. They don't want him on their roster. Right. Like, how many people were Peyton Hillis? Like, actually, you know, in one league, I had Peyton Hillis because that's how it fell. He just kept falling so low. <laughs> and, of course, this is in my all-black all league. Um, it's everybody that went to my HBCU and a couple people off of Twitter. It's called Blacks on Blacks on Blacks. It's the name of the league. And um, I drafted Peyton Hillis because he fell so far. Like, I think I had the third pick in the draft out of 12 teams. The third pick, and I, 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 he made it back up. It's a snake draft. He made it back up to where I was at, <laughs> and then back again. I'm like, God damn, I have to take him. And what did he do? He failed me, like all white running backs do. And it was my fault. I should have been White running racing, back and the Madden curse, you know, which is still real. Yeah. yeah. I didn't pick Vic this year. I was, I was like, last year was nice, but you're not yeah, getting me, I passed me, on Cam Newton for that same reason, <laughs> that uh, you know preconceived notion about uh, black quarterbacks. I just thought, well, nah, he's probably just going to get a, lot, a bunch of sacks and throw a bunch of picks. And now, you know, <laughs> you know getting all the damn points, and I just got to look and go, well, I passed it's on so, him. Yes. It's yeah. so racist, but it's so true. <laughs> it's it's so, so goddamn true. I want some black quarterbacks to make me wrong, man. Like, I need Cam to stay a top-five quarterback for, like, five but on years. The, yes. So I can just, like, I'm On the light-skin, dark-skin uh, scale, though, uh, you know, I did pick up uh, Josh Freeman in one league, and he's been a disappointment. I think I ended up picking him up because of the story behind him and just the fact that he was light-skinned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another dude, another one of those guys I was hoping for. I'm yes. like, did you like he was? Uh, uh, Josh Freeman was on my. Did you know he was a brother yeah. list? Last year? <laughs> I, don't know how many, I don't know how many people I was like, hey man, did you know Josh well, Freeman is a brother? I didn't know well, that. Well, then sometimes it can go against you because I picked Pierre Gonson, yeah. and um, that's because when um. His quarterback was there. He was bebeasting, and I got tired of him not doing shit. Let him go. Roger picked him up, and he is, he's been doing something. Well, he uh, he gave me two tremendous weeks, and now he's on my bench because okay, uh, I'm not starting another coat if I don't have to. No. Um, all right, so let's do some articles, man. We got a couple articles here uh, to get into. Um, first of all, it's sword season. Yes, it is. <laughs> so everybody knows there's been multiple sword stories. Every show this month, um, and this show is no fucking exception. Um, I don't even know what to tell you guys. These, these sword stories, uh, I, 
you would think I'm making this shit up. That's how many there are. All right, deputies. It's never good when the title of the story starts off with some sort of law enforcement. Oh, police. Right, yes. police. Yeah, never good. <laughs> Baseball bats and a sword used in a Savannah home invasion. Uh, okay. Savannah, New York. Three men are facing burglary charges after allegedly invading a Savannah home Early Thursday morning, armed with baseball bats and a sword, according to the Steuben County Sheriff's Office. Charged with first-degree burglary are Jason A. Lopper, 33, too fucking old to be invading homes with swords and shit. Yes. Andrew A. Lemon, 23, and John A. Delapina, the third, who's 24. Um, first of all, what is a 33-year-old doing kicking it with a 23-year-old or 24-year-old? That was my first question, too. Yeah. That is too big of an age yeah. range to be friends. That's some old Jay-Z and Memphis Bleak shit. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all partying is two different levels. They party like a rock star. I party like they, I got They must read the same comic books or something to hang out at the comic book store together. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, Karen, and say that this 33-year-old does not have to go to work in the morning. Okay, yeah, got, yeah. yes. Um, maybe this is his work. According to deputies, a caller reported short. A caller reported shortly after 4:30 a.m. that three men had entered a Savannah residence armed with bats and a sword, and three <laughs> and confronted three female occupants of the home demanding cash and property. They're beating up on women. They beating up on women. They they don't have a gun. <laughs> what the fuck, sword on man? What is wrong with y'all? Uh, a verbal altercation ensued. Um, and you never want to get into a verbal altercation with three women. There's no way you can win that, even with a bat. Um, and the suspect fled the home without further incident. I'm serious. I don't get into verbal altercation with women or gay dudes. That You can't win that shit. And if you ever seen somebody fade a gay dude in a damn uh, snap-off, then you, uh, you saw some shit for the ages. Uh, that shit is... That shit is like uh, America beating the Russians in hockey at the Olympics. That shit will never happen. Yeah, you got to be like again. the gay walker or something to really, you know, be able to outsnap at the gay dude. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't argue with gay dudes, man. Gay dudes be like that. That shit didn't happen that way. I'll be like, I agree. I don't know. I, I, We're not I saw something different. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have never seen somebody win that shit. Um, even women can't beat gay dudes when it comes to that shit, dog. It's impossible. <laughs> um, anyway, it would not um, end well. A verbal altercation ensued, and the suspects fled the home without further incident. Although one of the suspects stole money off of a coffee table. Gosh. <laughs> this, is, this is such a terrible home invasion. They got they got snapped on and then just grabbed what they could find and ran, even though they had all the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with did it with Gavin with vagina and boobies? I don't understand. Oh god. I don't know. Fuck, fuck the fuck the TV and the laptops. Let's just grab this change. Yeah, I found 66 cents. Just go before they verbally eviscerate us even further. This, no, this sounds like one of those Seth Rogen type movies or something. You know, like let's just go in there and get what get what we can. You know, and they don't plan. They haven't planned it out well. And just, just grab shit off the table. You know, one of those kind of like right. crazy ass comedies or something. And they get stoned afterwards. The only thing, the only thing missing from this is like the uh, drug possession charges for having weed. Because that's the only thing Seth Rogen would add to this story. Yes. Um, a verbal altercation ensued, of course. They left with only some change or some money off the coffee table. The suspects were located and taken into custody later Thursday morning in Hornellsville and taken to the sheriff's office in Bath for questioning. They were arraigned in Bathtown Court. Lopper and Delapina 
were sent to Steuben County Jail without bail because they are currently awaiting sentencing on prior crimes. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, Karen, say if you don't get it right the first time. Try, try, try again. Yep. Um, they are scheduled to appear in court November 17th. Bail was set at $5,000 for Lemon. Uh, and still, I don't think that's enough bail because you can get out on $500 uh, if you have a $5,000 bail. So just not oh, taking these sword crimes seriously. Yeah, you only have to pay ten percent if you go get a bondsman. Okay. Now you don't want to you don't want to fuck with that bondsman normally. Oh, because he'll come get your ass if you don't show up, right? <laughs> yeah, you seen dogs, the bounty hunter? They're horrible racist and they don't mind fucking you up. Uh oh. Although dog is the worst, man. Did y'all ever watch that show back in the day? He dog calls the everyone hunter? bro. Yeah, he's the worst. First of all, right. and he's he's the fucking worst because he uh, he would act like he's counseling you. As he's sending your ass back to jail. Oh, yeah. Like, I hate those people, man. Like, I would much rather the officer just don't talk to me than being there like, you know, brah, you need to get some religion in your life. You know, I don't know when's the last <laughs> time you've been to church, but I'll tell you, I've been sober and clean for 17 years, brah. I'm like, come on, man. Just take me to jail. That is a, that is a fantastic dog of bounty hunter right there, Rod. <laughs> Um, another story, police see swords, nunchucks, bulletproof vests from Hartford, man. Nunchucks, yes. Uh-oh. Wow, Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. Nunchuck ratchetness. Yes. We don't get very much nunchuck ratchetness these days. I asked for nunchucks um, for my birthday, and my mom said no. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently your mom had, is a smart lady, man, because every dude I know that had nunchucks never learned to really use them. Like, they didn't take a class. <laughs> They just hit themselves in the head and nunchucks. Oh, especially the years where they had, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on TV and everyone thought they was Michelangelo with those nunchucks. Oh, yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, I was Mike, I, Michael Felder was Michelangelo. I, that was me, the party dude. Orange, <laughs> orange wristbands, orange head, headbands. I wanted to be Michelangelo. Did and you take, I, like, two? I wanted it all. Did you take two paper towel cones and, uh, you know, tie them together with some string and make your own nunchucks? That's how you got to do. You got to weight them down, though. You got to put rocks in there with duct tape and weight them down. Man, it doesn't make any sense either. That, uh, that uh, like, because they were all born out of genetic ooze that like landed on some fucking turtles. Why did they all get different accents and shit? Does anybody know? Like, why is Why is Michael from California and Raphael's from New York and Leo's from like uh, Japan? And Donatello. Well, well, Ron, if I may uh, put on my nerd uh, voice for a second, I think it's because Master Splinter made them watch uh, television, and that's where they got most of their pop uh, culture references and Kawabunga. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what happened there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, turtles can travel at a slow pace. Yeah, they travel in time. time. Number three, (laughs) yes. Yeah, (laughs) awesome game. Police uh, sees and a terrible movie. Awesome game, terrible. Yes, movie. terrible. Too. Police sees swords, nunchucks, bulletproof vests. All right. So police responded to a report of a domestic dispute Friday night and arrested a 27-year-old city man reported to have allegedly been threatening his wife with a sword. Oh. Ryan King of Chadwick Avenue was charged with a second-degree breach of peace, second-degree threatening, and criminal possession of body armor. The man who had locked himself in the bathroom of their shared home placed a 911 call to police at 9.20 p.m. She told police her husband was threatening to harm her with knives. Uh, well, those aren't swords yet. So officers went, uh, officers were sent to the basement area of the Chadwick Avenue building and found six swords. Holy yes. shit. Wow. 
He had an armory. <laughs> what the fuck? He was preparing for the uh, zombie apocalypse. He's yeah. Um, silence. Like, yeah. yeah. That is that's Total crazy. silence. He had a ninja school in the background. Ninja school. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he was waiting for that rival ninja clan to discover his uh, lo- the location of his hideout so they can all go crash it through the windows and he would have to take them on. They were, they, they were, they were on their way. He was just being um, prepared yeah, for them. That's right. There was no fear in his dojo. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, six six swords is a little you fucking. You only got two hands. Like, for one guy, dog. Like, I, you know, I, 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 can, I wonder what they all different sizes. Where he had like pocket sizes, where he could just you know whip it out real quick. I mean, maybe he thought he was Spiral from uh, that used to work for Mojo. Yeah, a sword for each arm, motherfucker. Um, you will die. <laughs> so. Anyway, they see six swords, four nunchucks. So I don't know if that's four pair or just two pair with each one with a chuck on the end. But they they got four <laughs> nunchucks on the end. <laughs> and an expendable baton, a state office police duffel bag, and a bulletproof vest in plain view. All weapons were seized by police. Oh, he he was he was. I really I really think he was ready for the war. You know you know what the most shocking part of this story is? What's that? He has a girlfriend. Oh yeah, he oh. started this with a domestic dispute oh. with his yeah. girlfriend. Nine, nine um, times out of ten, that girlfriend moved into that place. There was no way that uh, they like lived there together, or he moved in and just started bringing a lot of stuff in. It's more like, hey, you know, let's why don't you come on over and uh, you know kind of move in because he's had that stuff there for a while. I'm sure. I'm sure those swords and nunchucks each have names or something and sentimental value. Probably calls one Tammy, yes. one Sandra, or something like that. Yes, and he's just waiting for the water clan to come over and take over. He was just yeah. His girlfriend's just gonna be collateral damage, you know. She's of course. Shout out to all the lonely people out there that are like, why can't I get a woman? You know, get rid of your sword, six swords, and four nutchucks, and he was Throw able to your find love. Away, turn them in on them. I don't, I don't have you know? a girlfriend, and I have no swords. Like I, I feel this is that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're inadequate, man. Um, so Thanks all a lot. the weapons were seized by the. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just telling you, you can't get a woman no. in, and you got no swords, then yes. you know you got issues. Yes, and for all those men out there that have all these swords and nunchucks and bulletproof vests, you know what? You wonder why you can't get the ladies? It's just. But this man got the ladies, Karen. Oh, he got He the had ladies. a girlfriend. No. How did he start? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do, do you think that um, they were in cahoots? Of course not. She called the cops on. Well, the it could kid. be they were, and he just like kind of went over the deep end. You know, they she thought they yeah. were just gonna you know knock off a few convenience stores, and he said no. Yo, what if this was like you know how in relationships people have certain issues that they overlook? You know, like what if this was the thing that she just put up with? She had and then to, one day man. it just got out of control. Like she was like, yeah, yeah, honey, I know we're gonna take on the police with the swords and the nutchuck. And she was like, and then she was like, um. One day he just came in and was like, today is the day. She's like, God damn it, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> this was I like, was hoping I could at least get married to, by this point in game. Like other people have problems where it's like you you always leave your towel on the bathroom floor. This one, their, their right. issue is you've got, you've got five swords, you don't need six. And he brings home that extra sword one day. And she's like, nope, that's it. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> that was, 
That was all. She's like, see, you promised. You promised, Ryan. Um, King, who was, has previously been convicted of third-degree assault and disorderly yeah. conduct, was also convicted in 2009 of impersonating a state police trooper from Troop C in Thailand, police said. Wow. Can you just imagine him rolling up on somebody with his police badge and, like, a sword in his back? Like, that, <laughs> the sword strapped to his back and nunchucks. On one side of his belt and shit, like, oh, I'm gonna, uh, uh, you know how fast you were going, sir. Oh, you know what? He, yeah, yes, he's, he's the ninja police. Could you imagine? Step out the car, he just pulled both his swords out. Uh, well, speaking of uh, police, uh oh, a man whose computer contained more than 500 child pornography files. Oh, now you gotta think about this. That's Five, a lot of work. 500 is not an accident. Nope. You know what I mean? No, I think you did it on purpose, Like, sir. if you get arrested for one child porn picture, I'd be like, well, that could have happened. You could have been just not checking, you know, the 18 or older sign and something happened. You downloaded the wrong thing. 500? Sir, that's a trend. Yes, you're looking for this, sir. Have a seat over there. So, the more than 500 child pornography files, so it's like videos, pictures, all kinds of shit, wow. told investigators it was his teenage children who must have downloaded the porn. And arrest report states. And, 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 and uh, organize it and indexed it into different folders? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was in a folder called Taxi. <laughs> um, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement searched 33-year-old Robert Walker's computer at his Windrose Drive home October 27th. The report states after an investigation that began in August. Um, so you know he's going to jail. Anytime they've been stalking you for months, you know, it's Woo. a wrap. Um on a gateway laptop inside of his home. <laughs> Thanks for that advertising. <laughs> yeah. Gateway's like, they damn it. Yeah, Gateway's like, please. Do they please still exist? Keep us out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It might they just do. show the age that he's had got a gateway laptop, the fact that he's, uh, you know, working off of that to keep his porn collection. That's probably yeah, that's probably when he started was back when gateway laptops were hot or gateway computers were hot. You think you still had that box that looks like a cow? Um, So on a gateway laptop inside his home, agents said they found numerous images of pornography depicting graphic sexual acts involving children, including infants. Damn. Damn, dog. Like, you can't even argue that, man. Like, it's not like, oh, they were 17. I had no way of knowing. No, you specifically went and got shit, sir. And not only that, you can't even blame these on the kids. Because I'm 17, 18 years old. And I got a younger brother and sister. They do not turn me on. Right. No 14-year-old is like, you know what I like? Infants. You know what I like? (laughs) Passes. Like, Come on now. like I, I, I was 14 once. We were yes. into MILFs, not, yes. no. not, not infants. Yes, 7, 16, 17 year olds go, you know what I like? Diapers. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the, reporters, the, the report states that Walker and his wife, who have four children, insisted to investigators, so his wife was in on this too, that the files must have been downloaded by couples, by the couple's 13 and 15 year old kids. That's some bullshit. However, authorities say a computer forensic review determined that it was Walker's profile who was in use on several personal programs while the files were being downloaded. So they figured that shit out. That's like, oh, word, you were logged on to your computer. I just don't like that he Kobe Bryanted his kids, though, man. Like, really? Like, that's how you were going to get out of this snitching on your kids? And I don't like the his wife. What did he tell his wife? He must have told his wife that shit, too. I don't know. Well, women don't believe anything uh, to keep their family together. I mean, look at that article we read where G-Unit got shot by the police because he had a sword 
And his mom was like, they could have just tased him seven times. Nah. I guess I'm glad I ain't got no kids. I've been terrible. That interview, remember, like, nah, that nigga deserved to get tased. I, I, you know, I'm glad you only shot him once, not twice. Uh, here's another one. Father allegedly stabbed son with sword. Wow. Wow. Keep it in the family. A man has allegedly stabbed his son with a samurai sword during an argument. Emergency services were called late on Saturday evening to a home in Invero, uh, in northern New, New South Wales, where police found a 27-year-old man with a large stab wound to his stomach and a fractured rib. Ooh. Now, that's a stabbing. Yes, that is. Breaking ribs and shit. Uh, you think it cut through the rib, or you think it broke it, like just snapped it off? Like the like the impact, I, I would say probably a combination of both. Oh, like yeah, kind of like he cut him so hard right on that rib, you know. Damn dog, oh. that's the old that old man strength ain't no joke, homie. Yeah, because remember the forty five year old is the one who stabbed the twenty seven year old. Yeah, old man strength is a young beast. people lead old people the fuck alone. Yeah, scariest Excuse people me, in let the, them be. Scariest people in the world are those Walmart greeters, as far as I'm concerned. What? They'll take you down. Uh, they were told the man and his 45-year-old father had been drinking at the home in Cunningham. Well, you don't say. Cunningham Place, where they began Terrible. arguing around 9.30 p.m. It is alleged that the father then stabbed his son with a sword. Paramedics took him to, hosp- to the hospital, where he was reported to be in stable condition today, but was not talking to police. Now, that is love. Wow. Because if my dad stabs me with a sword, we at least got to talk this out in court, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love you, Dad, but you know what? Um, I'm pressing charges. Right. Like, I, we at least have to talk yeah. to my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we might not talk no more, but we would get this situation settled. The father was arrested. For, for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't you. The least you can do, old man. The minimal. The father was arrested and charged with two counts of reckless wounding which is a new crime we first now read on the show today as a new one. Uh, much shit as as opposed to crime. controlled wounding, is that uh, the difference there? <laughs> he wounded you, but he actually, you know, he took some thought into that. <laughs> oh, my God, this wound is out of control. It's so reckless, reckless, just wanton, rule, wanton yeah. wounding of people. You can't be out there doing that. Did you consult somebody before you wounded this person? Or did you just outright just come out and just start flailing away? Like, well, did they give you a, they give you a DUI before they do that uh, wounding charge? Like, oh, this is reckless uh, wounding. Um, so a woman allegedly stabs her cousin during a fight over a booty call. Well, damn. And this was not with a sword. A Hawkins County woman allegedly stabbed her first cousin multiple times with a pair of scissors <gasps> during a fight that occurred Tuesday night after she told him she wanted a relationship with him and did not want to be a booty call. What, what state cousin. was this in? First cousin. Uh, Rogersville. Eh, I don't know where that is. Don't say do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a West Virginia joke oh, in there somewhere. If you saw their pictures, I, I think, you know, you're not that far off. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> Uh, and I'll put a link to it in the chat room for those of y'all listening live that would like to uh, to understand what's going on with their faces. Um, wow. Erica Francis Wilson of Manis Road, Rogersville, told Hawkins County Sheriff's Office Tuesday night that she had an argument with her first cousin, Jesse Elijah Brooks, who's 32 years old, and she's uh, 21. 
over their relationship status uh this is about 11 p.m at night and every fella knows that's the worst time to talk about your relationship status with the woman you're trying to have sex with nothing good ever comes out of those late night i'm trying to get some but you want to know if you're my girlfriend talks never works um the two (laughs) what'd you say mike that does not work yeah. No, that's the wrong time. Really bad time. Um, the two had it like the last thing you want to do with a hard dick is start start emotional conversations. Like, where are we going with this? Oh, In the bedroom. Damn it. <laughs> Climax. <laughs> Inside you. This is multiple choice. I give me some give me some guidance on where I'm supposed to say to this. Um, the two had the two had admittedly been drinking alcohol. Wilson consumed a quarter bottle of Everclear. And Bruce consumed a half bottle of Everclear. Yes. Oh, they uh, Ain't that that strong stuff that... that well, I, uh, I believe Mike Felder would call that uh, a starter it's a, drink. Is, um, is that brown, it's white? clear grain alcohol. It is... It, look, if you're going to drink it... Um, if you're gonna, I would recommend putting it in some sort of a juice. I would even drink it with juice. I cannot drink Everclear just by itself. It is no moonshine. But it is it is tough stuff, Karen. I would not recommend that you you sign up for Everclear at the next ABC store trip. <laughs> yes, Thank you. you. No, <laughs> um, no I'm, wow, I'm sorry, Miss Wilson. I would uh, say this might question. be the start of a Everclear ratchetness uh, segment on your show. Miss <laughs> 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 Wilson stated that during the argument, Mr. Brooks began to touch her suggestively and stated that he wanted her. Um, <gasps> Deputy <gasps> Matthew Pendleton stated his report. Cousin, right? First cousins. Okay, I just want to make that clear. According to Wilson's account, it was at that moment she stated that she wanted a relationship and didn't want to be a booty call. So Thanksgiving was going to be very interesting this oh year. <laughs> Guess who? Did we have an announcement to make? <laughs> oh, wow. shit. <laughs> so... That makes Brooke. That made well, Brooke. Well, me and Gina, we're having sex, guys. Just want you to know, pass the yeah, turkey. we're no longer just cousins. Uh, we're we're fucking cousins. <laughs> that made literally. That, that made Brooks irate. Irate. Wilson told uh, HCSO. The argument escalated until Brooks allegedly knocked her onto the floor and punched her in the face and neck. <gasps> oh! So he started beating her up because she wanted to have a relationship. Like, like, what do you get the nerve, sir? Where do you get the nerve? Like, we're our cousins. That is sick. A relationship? What is wrong with you? Sex was fine. Wilson told HCSO she retrieved a pair of scissors from a coffee table. She said Brooks attacked her again, at which time she cut him. According to the HCSO report, Brooks suffered a puncture wound to his neck, lacerations to his face, arms, and back. Wilson stated that during the scissor attack, Brooks reportedly grabbed her and tried to get the scissors. Wilson broke free, went outside, called 911. Pendleton stated in his report he observed lacerations to Wilson's hands as well as red marks on her neck. Pendleton added that Brooks didn't make a statement except to say he didn't want to press charges. He only wanted Wilson to leave. It sounds like at that point he's just trying to cover it up. Like, yeah, that they have been having sex. Basically. Right, like just uh, look, just get her out of here. Don't yeah. tell anyone. Nothing to see here. Get along. Uh, Pendleton stated in his report he couldn't determine who was the primary aggressor. Both were arrested and charged with aggravated domestic assault. After which Brooks received medical attention for his injuries. Wilson had released uh, was released from Hawkins County Jail on four thousand dollars bond, 
and the scheduled for arrangement arraignment November twenty third. So, okay. wow, I got wow. this. The the cousin cousins <laughs> cousins scissors sex. This is ridiculous. This uh, this sounds like another yeah. uh, Seth Rogen movie. Uh, while you're at it. <laughs> Yes, he <laughs> was. He was just trying to get it in, man. He was trying to. That's all he was. He was trying to do some stabbing and end up getting stabbed, man. Um. <laughs> all right. So here's a. Uh, <laughs> here's, some new, here's some new shit that we can do. We can actually play this news article. Let me know if this is loud enough, because if not, I'll read it. But uh, everybody can listen to this. The reaction in Attleboro, surprise and shock. I think she should get in trouble for it, because that's not right. That's basically pornography. Among the charges, police call it posing a child in the nude and reckless endangerment. We are not identifying the mother to protect the child's identity. The 41-year-old mother, who lives here in Attleboro, was online trying to get modeling jobs for herself and her daughter. A Florida man apparently said he needed to see the child. Now, I like how they can't identify the woman, but they are clearly taking pictures and, and footage of her house. Yes. They're like, she lives right here. In Attleboro, in this neighborhood. But we don't want to tell you to protect the victim. Anyway, here's a stop sign in her mailbox. Yeah, I, I hate you know? to wonder if she's got any, like, other adult uh, females living in that house and, like, say uh, someone, you know, on the, the sake for the sake of sore ratchetness or something decides to uh, attack this woman and they end up getting, like, her, her sister-in-law or somebody instead. Well, this sounds like more yeah. of a nunchuck. Uh, me that would take the video cam like this one the mother told police she complied the mother agreed to pose the child uh, via an online uh, program in which the photographer or alleged photographer could see the child and at some point the child's uh, clothes were removed Charged in court, the woman was released on $2,500 bail. She can't see her 10- and 9-year-old children who are with their father. She was duped. Um, there are some allegations that I feel that we feel are incorrect. A Florida man, the alleged photographer, is under arrest and is expected to be arraigned in Boston Federal Court. These police documents paint a sad picture of what investigators say happened, but the mom's attorney says they're not the full story. That will come out here in court in December. In Attleboro, I'm Pam Cross. Yeah, so basically she was supposed to be doing modeling. Now, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I believe her story because I don't think anyone's as stupid. Where, modeling. Right, like I'm, my child's going to do modeling and now she's got to get naked like that's not on any of the tiara uh, toddlers and tiara yeah, shows ever she clearly and, 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 went too far and them parents are crazy as hell and will be willing to do anything for their little princesses yeah. and, and, yeah. and the child being involved aside which is heinous in its own right has any online modeling story been a success story like you know <laughs> right. That's true. I, I feel you. There's a lot of ladies on MySpace right now. Like, yeah. you see? Yeah, you Apple Black Planet just nodded with me, too. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Black Planet yes, right. still exists? Yes. <laughs> Tumbleweeds over there. It's a handful I said it won't go over. Um, so here's, a, um, here's another sword story because it's sword season. Yes, it is. Fort Wayne police said a man dressed in all black. <laughs> wore a ninja-type mask while robbing a DuPont gas station with a sword early Sunday morning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that... <laughs> yeah. 
apparently Ryu Hayabusa has fallen on some hard times since uh, yes, he Nick made in franchise <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's grounded he's like, I grounded. need a new game Team Ninjas broke up I gotta get this money <laughs> according to Fort Wayne Police Department a store clerk was working alone when the man came into the Speedway gas station um, just after 4am brandishing a sword about 3 or 4 feet long demanding money from the register after getting an undisclosed amount of cash, the ninja ran from the station. Ah! <laughs> as, as ninjas are want to do, they have to vanish, you know. Crazy. Don't you just picture him running that that ninja run where they like put one hand on their sword and they <laughs> yes yes he does the little footies. Yes. <laughs> right. oh, oh shit! I love it. That's great. He runs straight up a, the side of a, a sign and then disappears into the moon. Yes. Did he deploy uh-huh. a smoke bomb before he ran off? Like, <laughs> yes, he did. That's not stupid. Um, a canine unit with the Allen County Sheriff's Department searched the area around the building but was unable to find him. Police are now looking Because he's for... a ninja. Right. Of course they couldn't find him. You think of a ninja's going to leave his smell behind? No. Or his footprints? No. Maybe a karate man. Yes, ninjas don't have DNA. What about this? Don't they understand? Yeah, this is a ninja, sir. Police are now looking for a white man. Well, right there, you're not gonna find them. Nope. That old. That's that. See, that's that ninjas old white. Ninjas are colorless. That's that white arrogance right there. Like all the white people that thought snake eyes was white all these years. You no. Know? Well, you wanna know something racist? No. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you. Anyway. Yes, I am, sir. What would happen if he'd have been black? You know, most ninjas are not black. Right. Um, it, I imagine the story would have said sword wielding nigger robs gas station. <laughs> um, they, they were putting out an APB for Bruce Leroy. Right. Yes, yes. Even Leroy wasn't a ninja. He just had to glow. Yes. Um, approximately 18, 18 to 24 years old, 5'10 to 6'1 in height with brown hair. He was last seen wearing a black colored shirt and pants, a black colored stocking cap, and a ninja type mask covering the bottom of his face. Now, what was the stocking cap for? <laughs> he had to go full force. A ninja with waves. And shit. <laughs> I gotta keep my three sixties spinning, if you know what I'm saying. No, he brother. was he was the ninja in training. That's why he had a half a mask. You know, they don't give you the whole mask until you pass out the training. Uh, anyone with information, call these motherfuckers. Um, the incident remains under investigation of uh, the city of Fort Wayne Police Department in Allen County. Why are they wasting their time? They will never find this ninja. Yeah. Oh, and I meant to go back a couple of stories. Uh, the story, the story where the child, the guy had child porn and blamed it on his kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, Florida. Oh Just yeah. yeah that. That. But go ahead, Mike. You about to say? <laughs> yeah, he's a ninja. You're never gonna find him. He's a ninja. Yeah. <clears throat> And there's no such thing as ninja snitching either, you know. Ninjas don't snitch on other ninjas. Stop ninja snitching. Yeah. They hide in the darkness. Oh, no. I saw Ninja Assassin. He killed everybody that could have possibly snitched. Yeah. They was killing people. Like, they left more evidence of being ninjas killing people that they thought might know about them being ninjas. (laughs) It doesn't even make sense. That movie makes no sense other than it has badass ninjas, and I love it. But it makes no sense if you think about what they're trying to do. It's like, we're going to keep the ninjas' conspiracy of our existence on the low by killing all the snitches and people that know of us by attacking the FBI with 100,000 ninjas and <laughs> leaving bodies and deaths all over the place. Like, what? Yes. 
women will stab you anyway. Both guys end up getting stabbed. No matter what you want. Um, so the search warrant for the... How many people are like, women will not stab you? Like, how many people took that? I'm, now ter- I'm terrified now for single me, Ron. I'm terrified. I'm going to get stabbed. Hey, if George Jefferson can get stabbed in one episode, anyone can. I said if George Jefferson can get stabbed in an episode of his own show, anyone can. Black women. Hey, you know, this is why, but this is that. This is why men are afraid of relationships, right here. Okay, because you'll get stabbed. Uh, yep, every time. So, um, the, <laughs> the search warrant for uh, apartment. You know, I kind of, I kind of hate that we had the camera now because now people can tell when I'm kidding. Like I like before when I could just <laughs> say shit. And then, is he serious? Did he beat his wife? Yes, and I'm yeah. behaving Rod, I'm looking over your shoulder, making sure Karen's not breaking out the knife, because uh, <laughs> at any time. <laughs> like, what's up, Rod? Or the scissors. Yeah. Behind every good man is a good woman with a knife, apparently. <laughs> Search warrant for the apartment authorized officers to seize an assortment of items for the residents, including knives and other cutting instruments, blood and DNA evidence, duct tape, restraining devices, and books or literature relating to Satanism or the occult. Also found a black folder describing at, described as Intro to Sigilborn's Spiritits. Spiritits? Oh, what is that? I have no idea. Some shit I don't want to know about. Spiritits? They must have spelled that wrong. Spiritits. <laughs> and they they clearly... Added a T to this word. Yes, that's anyway, they may. Sigilborn spirits and, and apparent spirits. That's awesome. Um, and apparent spell check. An apparent reference to the Sigilborn metaphysical entities that are occult practitioners of necromancy, the purported ability to contact the dead. Rebecca Chandler, 22, reportedly told police that the cutting was consensual during sex. Oh, God. But, but quickly got out of hand. You've gone too far. <laughs> Who are you too far? <laughs> they didn't have a safe word? They, they didn't form a safe word? Like, dude agreed to the cutting. He was cool with that. Nah. Right there, ladies, you're batting a thousand. Just stop right there. But they got carried away. They could not help themselves. 200 stabbings, um, good to go. 300 across <laughs> the line. That's a little too much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And like that also says how thirsty he was that he was like, Yeah, you can stab me. It's a threesome. Whatever. Sex though, right? <laughs> right. That's all that matters. Two chicks at the not. same time, dude. You know when he gets out of the hospital, that's what he's gonna tell everybody. <laughs> he's not gonna say I got stabbed three hundred times, but like, dude, two chicks, same time. Wow. Twenty maybe I'm the weakest link, but um there would have been no stabbing. I would have left if well, she didn't. They may have stabbed him if he tried to leave. Uh, she claimed her roommate Raven Larrabee, twenty, is possibly involved in satanic activities and did most of the Raven, I would think so. <laughs> Both women well, are in but, jail. But you stayed though, and you didn't report this. Okay. Well, if you see their pictures, man, these these are those chicks that definitely wow. look like they would um, dress in that goth. Yeah, they they definitely um, are shopping at that uh, oh, sh- hot topic. You know what I mean? Like this is this is these these are the chicks. Um, <laughs> all right. So we got three more stories left, but I got to do this real quick. We um we're on Twib FM now, and we have to send them like two hour shows as opposed to our full um you know full show. So I want to take a quick second to just say uh you know you listen to us on Twib FM. And, uh, you know, have a nice day. If you want to hear the whole podcast, go to 
iTunes, search for the Blackout Tips, or go to theblackouttips.com. You can hear the podcast in its entirety with uh, a beginning and an ending outro and all that cool shit, too. But, uh, you know, we'll see you guys later on Twitter FM. Let's get back to the actual podcast real quick. Um, So, Call of Duty. Big for the nerds all around. Big for me. I got it. I haven't played it yet because I had to beat Batman to give Riddler my justice. But Yes, I can't wait to watch you play that. Now that I've done that, I'm ready. Um, This Call of Duty gamer, well, he took it a little more seriously than I would. Um, First thing is first, let me just double check and make sure this audio does not um, have a commercial before it because I have a video for this one. And you know how they like to put those fucking commercials between videos now? 30 seconds. It's like, oh, I just want to watch this. It's like, well, first, don't you want to know about ATT? Like, no. I want to know why this dude got robbed of fucking a video game at midnight. And of course this has a fucking uh, Time Warner ad before it. So shout out to Time Warner. Y'all always are good to me. Um, Anyway, (laughs) let's, uh, let's go ahead and play this audio for you guys. A local man could spend years in prison, and it's all because of a video game. David Morales is accused of trying to snatch a copy of the latest installment in the wildly popular Call of Duty video game. Police say he pointed a gun at another man who had just bought it and said, give me the game. KMBC 9's Maria Antonia spoke to the intended victim this afternoon, and she's now at North Oak and Inglewood. Maria. Kelly, this is it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and F. Now, she's standing in the parking lot holding up the video game. And part of me just wishes that some random kid would grab it out of her head and run away. Hey, you know what? And I guess you, yes, neither one of these women know what the fuck this is. Then it was like, yes, the Call of Duty video game. You can tell neither one of them have no idea what this is. Yeah. There's a copy At that GameStop, you see behind me just as the game was released after midnight. But... Adam put up a real-life struggle before getting to engage in the fierce make-believe battles that are a part of this game. That's the sound of shots fired on screen, but Adam Freeman faced a real weapon when he came back to his apartment. Now, let's play a different game. Um, obviously, you've heard the name of the guy who did the crime, and it had, you know, it ended with one of them edges and shit, so you know he's Mexican or Latino of some type. But... What color do you think the victim was? I'll let you guess first, uh, Clancy. Uh, I say white. All right. What about you, Mike Felder? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with black. All right. Well, you lost. It's white. <laughs> this, man, this man is the epitome of a RWP man, robbable white person. Yep. And he was he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I man. bet you it was black people around him, but you know what? They didn't have their gangs out in the open trying to bust yeah, the he's, Yeah, if he's on the street, like, trying to open it up so he can read the instructions on the bus ride home. I bet he was. Well, he now, this dude followed him home. Like, like, he was driving home, and this guy followed him home and waited until he got out the car. Now, that's the epitome. That's what I was talking about with RWPs. There was probably brothers in that line, too. Of course. Chris and Kev both went and got the game at midnight when it came out, but... Nobody followed them home. Why? Because they black. <laughs> it's racism, but it's working out for our favor in this case. Good racism. Good. <laughs> to play his new video game. This guy uh, runs up as I'm getting out of the car and puts a 40 caliber pistol in my face and uh, demands my game. But the 20- Now, you know that he plays the game a lot because he doesn't look like a gun owner, but he knew the caliber of that pistol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, a 40 cal. Oh, I know that one when I was on level two. What perk are you using? <laughs> year old used to taking matters into his own hands when playing also did it for real. I yelled at him. I cursed at him. Uh, I don't I don't really know why. And a battle like one in the game came to life right by Adam's car. We struggled for a little while, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. I tried to tried to get the gun out of his hand. Um, he pulled away. And uh, as soon as he pulled away, I, I ran ran straight for my door. He called police up for Call of Duty, a $60 game. Nigga, you yeah, can have that game. Risk, you shot in front of your crib in front of... I, I, just, I would have gave you the game with the receipt. Take it back Jeez. if you want to. <laughs> but I just, you can get my money back, sir. He risked his life over the video game. Because he, he didn't say it was the principle of it. Even he was like, I don't even know why I did it. No, you know why you did it, dog. Because you love that Call of Duty, dog. Play the game. And, and he said it was... Yeah, he said it was a struggle. It's not like this guy had like intense ninja or martial arts training where he just said, I, I took him down because I'm trained in doing that. He just said, well, I'm going to fight this guy off, and they're sitting there struggling. That shot, that gun should have just like let off immediately as soon as that guy decided to reach for it. You know, He tried to, he tried to hit down the, uh, the right stick and do a melee attack, but it just didn't work. <laughs> so, then on top of that, I'm sorry to inform him, you don't respawn. Like you do on Call of Duty. I've seen this game before. Right. When you get shot, you respawn in another area close to a teammate or something. But you get shot in real life. There is no respawning. Yeah. All right. <laughs> suspect who fled leaving by Adam's car. One round, they say, was ejected from the weapon. A suspect, they say, saw Adam buying the game at the store. Authorities say the suspect went right back to the store. At a news conference this afternoon, they said that's where, that's where they found him. As officers entered the store... Dude really wanted that game, though. Because this dude tried to rob somebody, fought with them over the gun, ended up uh, firing off a shot and ran away. The other guy ran away and got, kept his game. So then the criminal goes back to GameStop? Like, what the fuck? What was he going to do, buy it's a wrap, dog. dog. Like, to the same GameStop? Like, this is a wrap, man. You lost tonight. They gave the defendant the verbal command to let me see your hands. All of the people in the store, except the defendant, raised their hands. I got a long lecture uh, from the officer. Uh, <laughs> like, why does this dude feel like that's acceptable? You know what I mean? Like, dude, you... Oh, God. Oh, man. That, that is not acceptable, man. No, it is not. Uh, for some reason, a video reset on me just now. Let me see if I can just move it to where we were. If this shit starts playing that fucking commercial again, I'm out. <laughs> Which I think they probably will. Yay! Time warning now. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> anyway, this motherfucker fought over a video game. Now, um, I gotta ask both of you guys. Well, obviously, I know Karen. She's a punk. She's not fighting over nothing. Oh, and I don't blame her. No. I don't blame her. I'm not trying to tell you yeah, shit. Yeah, it's nothing personal, but I don't fight over shit. It's just one me. One me. One. Yeah, but um, she um, she wouldn't fight over it. But I have to wonder, like, would either of you guys do it? If, I, uh, if I'm held at gunpoint or anything like that? Like, like somebody, you, you, I don't know if you play video games, but say you got a very rare edition of Spider-Man or some shit. Would you fight for your nah. Spider-Man? And I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm held at gunpoint. Nah, I'm, I'm going to let that go. Uh, and I actually had this happen. Someone actually tried to break into uh, my place and steal a Sony PlayStation. And it turns out that, you know, at the time, because I was living in Brooklyn, that 
you know, someone told me, oh, I know who did it. And that's when, you know, I ended up tracking the person down and, of course, uh, you know, dealt with it accordingly. I'm not going to mention what happened on the show, but, uh, you know, we dealt with that person, you know, accordingly tracking it to his house. So, yeah, man, exactly. But, you know, uh, you know, this was someone breaking in my place at gunpoint or anything else like that. Nah, you could just forget it. You know, I, I mean, I'm no pump, but at the same time, I'm not stupid. Yeah, and it's common sense. Like I said, they are things I will fight over, but materialistic, hell no. Now, what about you, Mike? Uh, I know you, you're a bro's bro, you know? You're a man's man. Yes, you you've, are. Been in, you've been in scraps before. It's nothing new to you. Mm-mm. Somebody pulls, you just bought something from the store, whatever your favorite thing is, and maybe it's a handle of Jameson or something, and they decide, hey, you got to come up off that shit. I got a forty caliber aimed at your face. What do you one, do, I'm a little insulted with the Jameson. I keep my whiskey American, bourbon style. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense, whiskey. No offense, but no. Me, I, on a true story, in Chapel Hill, I had uh, two guns pulled on me, and both times I have the weird, not oddly not scared reaction. I don't know that I'm down to fight, so to speak, but I don't think I'm going to shut my mouth. I will. There will be some sassy talk as I'm handing my turning over my game or turning over my. They will know how you feel. So putting a gun in Mike Felder's face turns him into a gay man. You will not be able to defeat him. No, I will. will, There will be some back talk. You can. You will feel bad about what you did. I'll let you know that you are. You're being a jerk right now, and I just had to spend my money to get this. You're being a dick. You can have it. <laughs> I think that might be the most awesome thing to ever say about yeah. getting robbed. You, <laughs> you could, uh, you could pull a dog the bounty hunter and try to reason with him, like, "Hey, bruh, you know, you could, you could find some religion, turn your life around, bruh." <laughs> yeah. Bruh, I've been sober for thirty-six years, bruh, but I never been able to find my wife. I was out there still in Call of Duty. Back in my day, it was Pac-Man. It was Atari sixty-six <laughs> Um, all right, so an African-American waitress, and this is the Black Isle tip, so let's talk about it. Yes. Claimed she was only given black tables at Applebee's. Oh, well, damn. And, well, you know, Applebee's has a pretty good minority clientele, so, I mean, that's a lot of tables. But anyway, an African-American waitress who was terminated earlier this year has filed a discrimination complaint against Applebee's after she claims a manager harassed her on the job and only allowed her to only serve tables taken by black customers. Now, what Herman Cain was doing working at Applebee's, I don't know. Me either. But uh, 23-year-old Courtney Haywood started working at Townsend, uh, at the Townsend Applebee's in 2007 as a server and a bartender. Um, and apparently, she got ratchet really quick because... In May of 2011, she claims new management at the restaurant allowed her to serve food only to black people. <laughs> According to TowerLight.com, Haywood said, I talked to a manager who kept saying, I will take care of it. Don't worry about it. And nothing was oh taken gosh. care of. Yep, that sounds about right. After filing several complaints, after filing several complaints with the company, Haywood said she was given a termination letter in October 2011. So she kept complaining. Plus, they treat waiters like shit anyway. Yes, they do. Like, the fact that you knew how to write and send a letter to somebody, they probably were shocked right away anyway. Yeah, no, no, we got to get her intelligent ass out of here. She's going to get somebody <laughs> yeah. fired. Oh, smart, boss, we got a reader. Um, 
Haywood has filed a complaint of racial discrimination with Equal Opportunity Employment Commission. This this seems like a open and shut case, by the way, if any of this is true. Yeah, especially if she got shit on file with them and all that stuff. Yeah. Which means they have been notified. They just like I said, that's one thing about restaurants. They don't take shit seriously a lot of times. A communications firm for Applebee's released a statement saying, we take these allegations very seriously. We're fully committed to creating a fair work environment for all of our team members. We have not received a copy of the alleged complaint, so we do not have any further information to offer at this time. Um, so they haven't gotten a copy of it. Here's the thing, though. Um, and maybe Karen experienced this, too. Uh, have either one of you ever worked in the waiting? No, no I have not. The closest no, thing I- I've had was being a uh i was a door guy at a bar in college okay all right well that's a little bit similar because that's shit about that that i've heard what about you uh um, no i've uh, not uh, under any capacity I, i've probably done some like part-time bartending uh here or there but uh that's it okay yeah well um i i know for for me we did do get this this happened to me a lot it was a lot smoother than this it wasn't like them just giving me every black table but, like, occasionally a waitress would refuse a table, or if they were trying to be slick, they would be like, oh, um, Rod, do you want to work this table? I'm tired. I don't, you know, I'm, t- I'm swamped right now. And I'm like, you, you're leaning against the wall. You have no customers. I know. I, I'm just, I'm so tired right now. Can you take that table? And I just look over. It's always a black <laughs> table. And then back, and then later on, what they would do is try to get a good table, quote, unquote, from you. If it was like a white table or something, or somebody like they had some money, they'd be like, "Oh, you know, uh, I gave you that table earlier. You mind if I get them?" You know, it took me a while to get hip to that, but once I did, I was like, "Fuck you, racist motherfucker." Yes, um, I've had that happen to me before, and I'm the asshole. If you give that table up, that's your fault. I will take your tables and mine too. As far as I'm concerned, you just turn money down. And then a lot of times they would have nerves even ask how much your tip was. None of your business, bitch. If you wanted the table, you yes, have yeah. You know, I think in that position I would have been slick and told the people at that table, hey, look, man, uh, they gave me your table because they think y'all ain't going to tip. But, uh, you know, y'all pay what you want to pay. Just know that whatever you pay is coming to me. And, you know, it kind of, yeah. It's interesting you know, that kinda, you say that because exactly. that was my technique. And I also would give them free shit. Because fuck it, y'all racist anyway against black people coming in. And I'm going to be the complete opposite of yeah, that. So that, I, that. That eight ounces of juice you gave ain't going to make or break nothing. That they charge two ninety five for? Like, I actually, like, right before I got my real job and got the fuck out of there, they were about to um, write me up. Because they were like, we keep looking at your sales and we notice you're not selling any juice. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. People don't buy juice. <laughs> well, I saw some people get served some juice today. And I was sure. Yeah, I don't know. Must have been another table, man. Must I don't, I don't remember that. Uh, Yeah, Rod, I'm going to need to talk to you. And then, like, I got that job off. I was like, fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> I couldn't wait to quit. <laughs> fuck you and your juice. All right, last story. Man convicted of bizarre attacks on police. Uh-oh. Murrieta, Riverside County, a, South, a Southern California jury on Monday convicted a man of attempted murder and a string of bizarre attacks on police that included improvised booby traps and the firing of a World War II era bazooka at a police station. Wow. He was playing Call of Duty World at War. Real war. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas John Smith, 41 of San Jacinto, was found guilty on four counts of attempted murder of a police officer. All of them from from orchestrating attacks against the same Hemet police detective who arrested him on a drug charge. Ah, she was like, I'm going to get you. 
damn in one instance natural gas was rerouted into the office of a gang <gasps> task force and rigged to explode oh he wasn't playing them in oh, the God. in the bazooka attack a training rocket was fired from the roof of a nearby market and started a small fire damn. Oh, damn, was he ex-military? This is like Rambo or some shit, man. It's like a Chuck Norris movie going on here. We're live, Rambo. He sounds so inept, though. He just sounds so fucking like, (laughs) fail, fail, fail. Like, you fucking, you fire a rocket and start a small fire. Baby, he got got his stuff from that. (laughs) (laughs) His shit came from that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the detective uh, John Hall was quoted as saying, "Meet me." As he, uh, <laughs> he ran away. Yes. Um, he almost uh, like the movie. He was almost like a movie type villain who was just very, very flawed. Said Deputy uh, District Attorney Daniel DeLemon. Um, the bold attacks began late in 2009, putting police officers on edge and unsettling the desert community of Hemet, about 80 miles southeast of, south of Los Angeles. At first, a motorcycle gang was blamed. <laughs> Riding through this world. <laughs> In my gang. You're on your own. <laughs> Jack Teller was like, that ain't us. We don't do shit that way. No. <laughs> the crow we don't fly, sing in chorus. The crow flies straight. Um... The lemon said the attacks uh, were anonymous and frightening. It was very difficult. It was a very difficult time for the Hemet Police Department. Yeah, because they had to deal with a small fire and some gas that never got ignited. The attacks stemmed from uh-huh. we dealt with hey hey no we dealt we dealt with headaches and uh and we had to pour some water on the trash can <laughs> once. It was very disturbing. Yeah. The attacks stemmed from Smith's anger at Detective Chuck Johnson. That's a good detective <laughs> name. I like that. Chuck. Sounds like who Chuck Norris would play in some movies. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? We're just knowing Chuck. Chuck Johnson, detective, who was arrested, who arrested him earlier in 2009. <laughs> this is so, yo, Steven's a god mad as shit he didn't think of this first. Ah, I bet like, he is. Like, this, that's it. That's the perfect script. On December 7, 2009, Johnson discovered a booby trap outside his cement home. It oh. consisted of a board lined with nails connected to a tripwire that led to his unmarked police cruiser. The nails were barbed and smeared with fecal matter. Oh! Now that's elaborate. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, this is why you don't fuck with John Rambo, man. Because he will set up booby traps all over your front yard and you'll have a hard time getting <laughs> to your car, man. Wow. Smeared with shit. How like yeah, that fecal geez. matter? It's like a real-life punji pit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Over the next six months, members of the Hemet San Jacinto Valley Gas Gang Task Force, of which Johnson was a member, were targeted in eight more suspicious incidents, including arsons and attempted shootings. Damn. This guy's not very good at yeah. what he does at all. Uh, he didn't kill anyone. Did he hurt anybody? <laughs> no, nobody but his pride. He used a pogo stick to jump off a cliff, but <laughs> ah! When the cliff broke, the actual mountain fell, and the cliff stayed in the air for quite a while. Yes. He just bounced off the ground and bounced back He started flapping his arms, and he almost flew for a second before plummeting to the ground. Almost. As Detective Chuck Johnson rode by and said, meet me. He tried to skate with a portable hole, threw it on a rock, but uh, ended up just slamming his face into the uh, boulder. (laughs) You're right. He painted the side of a mountain with a train tunnel and 
the uh, detective saw Johnson ran right through, and then when he came to see, he ran into it, and then the train came out and ran over him. <laughs> so, um, uh. Mr. Smith was very angry about being arrested and made, made repeated efforts to target and eliminate Detective Johnson. Uh, Smith's attorney, Bob Gaisley, Gasly, said his client was incapable of launching sophisticated I'll attacks say. against the detective. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> none of yes. them worked. Yes. Calling the attacks and the community outrage a perfect storm of coincidence yes. that left Smith wrongly accused. He, he should have known when he went on eBay and it says Acme products that he should have went on to another site. Right? The rocket skates or the... Uh... <laughs> He was almost there. That was his next plan. He put down he some caught before the end. He put down some bird seed I want to know what, is, what was his beef with this uh, Detective Johnson that he had this, you know, this failed vendetta, you know, going on. He got arrested and he got arrested in, on a drug charge, and that was. I, yeah, I think it's beef with him, man. man. I think he uh, stole his girl or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> right. Jury's deliberated. He was not giving up. Jurors deliberated for five days after a five-week trial. Damn. Just five weeks, wow. They convicted Smith on 11 felonies, including conspiracy and assembling a booby trap. Did not know that was a felony. Wow. Hmm. Uh, he faces multiple life terms in prison at his sentencing. So, I, assembling a booby trap is a felony? What if I just, like, booby trap my front door with a shotgun so the thief comes in to get shot? Like I get You have assembled trap? a booby trap, sir. Hmm. That's a good. I don't know. And this booby trap sucks because the booby trap does not have a <laughs> boobyless trap. So while so <laughs> so while yeah. the coyote was a was a, a felony. So was that. Was. Um, so was the Goonies animal and uh, the A Team and MacGyver for that matter. Bunch of crap. data from the Goonies. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, MacGyver was the best. All right, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips. Um, first of all. Um, thank you to both of our guests. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, my man, Classic, a.k.a. Hey, real quick, though, Rob, um, if, I, if I may, uh, it's Tang. You guys with yes. a quick story. Um, was at Francis and Maryland's house uh, last night. Uh, he had a sort of early Thanksgiving uh, party. Uh, so shout out. Hold on. Your Skype is messing up a little bit. Hold on a second. Um, try try okay. it again now, yeah. man. Sometimes Testing one, two. Uh, so, yeah, I was at Francis and Maryland's house. I don't know, T-Pain. You still in auto-tunes on our side, dude. <laughs> Let me, uh, I'm going to hang up and okay, call cool. you right back. It only takes a Francis second, man. Francis in Maryland. Right. Damn, now it sounds fun. Yeah, all right. Try it now. Fuck it. I'm not going to hang Yeah, so uh, we was at Francis in Maryland's house last night, uh, you know, kind of dinner party, Thanksgiving. Met uh, some great people on there. Shirley Huang, one of your former. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the. <laughs> moment of the night was uh, <laughs> moment of the night. This guy came in, and I don't I don't recall his name. I'll probably pick it up sometime later. But uh, he came in flanked by uh, two females, two ladies, and he had a uh, you know came late, and he, it was kind of bring your own food or whatever. And he comes in and he announces out loud, "I have bitches and greens," and he holds up the pot of collard greens like like uh, holding Simba up from the Lion King, and it was just. Hilarious! We just broke out ah! laughing. I mean, in hindsight, because Mrs. Class, Mrs. Classic kept asking me about this. Weren't those women offended by being called bitches and accompanied by greens? But it was just so funny. We started a hashtag, so uh, that's my story. Go check out the bitches and greens hashtag. Bitches and greens. 
That's awesome. <laughs> we um, got to meet them one day. Oh, yeah, great group, man, great group. So, um, yeah, def- this has been the Blackout Tips podcast, of course. Check out the Cold Slither podcast, um, a weekly discussion of 80s and 90s pop culture. is available at coldslitherpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, uh, it'll also be in the show notes. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Podbean, all those places. Um, and follow Classic on Twitter. He's at Classic, C-L-A-S-S-I-C-K, Materia, M-A-T. Uh, yeah, it was meant to be Materia, but they didn't right? give me enough letters, so I just stuck with Classic. And there's already another Classic Materia. Oh, I always thought that was, always thought that was a witty. It Final turns Fantasy out, because I'm a big reference. Final Fantasy VII fan, too, that that, that kind of works in, too. So that's uh, also a great uh, you know coincidence as well. Uh, right, Karen, I appreciate you all having me on. This is kind of like the, uh, like I said before, it's like being called up to the majors. You know, I, I kind of model our show after yours in terms of what we do and how we do things. And uh, you guys have been a great uh, source of support. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is awesome. Uh, that's, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Well, I know, you're, I know you're in love with the sisters, <laughs> so it's cool that you took some time out to uh, be able to spend some time with us. Now, Mike, um, you're available all over the place on Twitter at In the Bleachers. Um, you have your own podcast, In the Bleachers. Uh, what are you talking about now on, on, on In the In the Bleachers podcast? What's, what's, what's the latest episode about? From, um, from Penn State, I've really kind of been hammering that, so I'm going to try and get back to some on the field stuff. Um, got the slate of eight every Wednesday, uh, non BCS breakdown every Thursday. I'm on radio in Sarasota every Friday at four. Um, radio in Raleigh from time to time but every, other than that it's all going well oh and I do need to tell you this Karen and Rod um, the girl that called me a perfect gentleman she will not be calling yeah. me that ever again she probably won't ever be calling me again oh. she won't be calling me a gentleman damn what'd you do went <laughs> out last sir? night and uh, she was there my friends were there and as you guys might have saw I, was, I started drinking at about 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday and by the time nine o'clock in the evening rolled around, I was in a, I was in, well, I was in good shape. I was fully automated. And when she showed up, she was what we like to call sober. And I just had a good old time. She was, she wasn't prepared for the awesome that I dropped on her. So I'm sure she ran to ah. a man who owns six soil. <laughs> you too much to play for her to deal with. Now, now you wonder. Um, also, uh, don't forget to check out crystalballrun.com, uh, where Mike, you know, writes and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, we appreciate both of you guys being here. Um, don't forget fans of the show, theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can always vote in the polls and all that good stuff. Um, search for the Blackout Tips on iTunes, leave us five-star reviews, join our Facebook page, you know, Google the Blackout Tips. Everything about us is already out there on the internet. It'll come up. Yep, yep. Um, Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That S N D A T. And this podcast was sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. And the audio play was Bitch Move, um, which is a great audio play. Very funny. Yeah, and yeah. That's why I wanted to ask. Is it Bitch yeah. Move with, like, you know, kind of that compound word? Or is it Bitch, comma, move, like a command to a bitch to move? Uh, okay. It's Bitch Space Move. Two words. Bitch. bitch move. Like, that was a yeah. bitch move. Check that out. Did, um, but, yeah, check it out, man. If you like wrestling, it actually has a, a wrestler in it uh, as one of the characters. And uh, a lot of the people that in Dirt Cheap Therapy were in it, people that have been on the show 
were in it um so i think you guys would check like it's only 99 cents plus you get entered for that free blu-ray giveaway that shadow doll productions is doing right now um well what else i need to tell these people karen do you what did i leave don't forget to donate don't forget to go to the store yeah um i don't know i'm tired that seems about it i think that is sir uh thank you to everybody at vocal that uh you know talked about the show tweeted yes. the show and uh and came in and joined us yes. live and thank you guys for being on the show y'all was out or, or i kind of test dummies for our first live skype show yeah we actually didn't plan to have any guests today but then we realized like hey we might be able to do a live show even though we're recording at home um why not get a couple people that have podcasts and good equipment and Skype connections and talk to them? And uh, I'm hey, glad you guys both got to be a crash test dummies without the windshield glass stuck in my uh, jaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, until next time, love you. Bright moments. Bright moments always come back vivid. The fifth grade was epic. Citywide test pressure. The pre-cracked album. Mr. Shulman, what a prick. Attitude matches wardrobe, uglier than shit. This is Bed-Stuy, 82. Ninth floor, three tiny rooms, one view. Bucktown, Roosevelt House. Think green grass is green, our green grass is brown. Shots rang, the phone wasn't touched on. Heavy beef in the street, E.T. had to flee. Great heavens, good grief. Huggy bellies, bright gold on E.T. The windows on the app look like sad eyes. The picture sharp gaze on you when you pass by. And if you dare to stare, you can see him cry. You can watch him scowl, feel him prowl. While in steady sizing every inch about you. Fast math measurement what you amount to. The laughter, the screams, the number roll, the summer songs, the book of dreams. Ends don't meet where the arms can't reach mean streets. Even when it's free, it ain't cheap. All go inside the terminal diagnosis. Basic survival requires super heroics. No space in the budget for a key. It's when you gotta fly by night to save the day. Crash landing routinely happen. Some survive, others never rise from the ashes. Watching asshole and observing the Sabbath. Creates an ecstatic, and there you have it. From teenage love, praying in tongues, strings through, belly boots, and they didn't jump. From hits I come, so here we go. Signs and wonders all along the road Some lines open, some lines closed Some stretches roll with no lines at all Some riders don't know what they riding for Their hands on the wheel, their mind is gone Wherever you ride, whatever you lane This road called life is a beautiful thing And we are alive in amazing times Delicate hearts, diabolical minds Revelations, hatred, love and more And more and more and more and more and more of less than ever before It's just too much more for your mind and soul It's scary like hell, but there's no doubt We can't be alive in no time But hell, it's just a short shot to the heart It's just a short shot in the dark It's just another place to start